Jesus Christ, I made that one strong. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm going to be sloshed by the end of the show. Okay. And yeah. this is different how? <laughs> we have standards <laughs> to uphold here. Almost live from across the USA. This is Late Night. Tonight are Joel, Barry, and Michael, that virtual youper guy. Tonight, the leaf peepers are here. Michael preps the road to Saskatchewan, and the Galaxy Note 7 is a weapon in a GTA mod. All that and more on Late Night Touring! And now, digitally gathering to watch Joel start up his RW6WIQHM. Here's Joel, Barry, and Michael! Well, I shouldn't have done that. Well, while Michael dies. <laughs> okay, Michael? You sure? Yeah. You good? Ready. <laughs> All right. Welcome everybody to the late night QRM show number two twenty three from the very colorful Monadnock region in southwest New Hampshire. I'm Barry J. And from South Central New Hampshire, where the peepers are a bloomin'. This is Joel. And I know I'm not alone in this. In the land of the leaf peepers here, this is Michael, the virtual youper, in, in the soon-to-be former Studio V. Ah, that's right. Yeah, peepers. We have spring peepers, nothing like the fall peepers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. And there was a busload of them in downtown Jeffrey, actually at Howard Park, that little park on 202. Oh, there were two busloads of passed peepers. passed them yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, it was it was honest to God. It was like a, uh, either a Minolta or Polaroid convention right there at Howard Park. They're all you know looking at the lake, which is beautiful. I have a picture oh, yeah. of it. It was it's the desktop on one of my PCs, and uh, sure enough, I mean, but you know the cameras are clicking, click 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 click. You can hear the auto advance on all the film, <laughs> and that's while I was driving by in the truck. And I'm like, oh, it's like they never saw a tree or a pond or a lake before. I was going to... But you know what? What? It's good for business. It's great yeah. for the local yeah. businesses. I was going to stop and take a picture, but there were two giant buses in the way, and, and all these people lined on the shore. <laughs> the <lake. laughs> so, that yeah. license plates from... Holy smokes. I've seen license plates from uh, as far away as Texas. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. This is peak week here, and uh, you know the colors. I I thought it was going to be a little late, but all of a sudden, like the last couple of days of uh, like Wednesday, Thursday, all of a sudden, all the leaves, all the trees went bam. We're in, we're we're Technicolor now, <laughs> and uh, I I was actually a leaf peeper yesterday. I went out 
in the afternoon and just did shots around and around Jaffrey because I wanted to try out the new camera on the or the camera on the new phone, see how good it was, and I'm I'm pretty impressed with it. So very cool. Yeah. So anyway, so let's find out what everybody's drinking. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then go drinking once again. All right. Hey. My- Michael's up first. Okay. Well, uh, thanks to the efforts of my friend Stacy down at the general store, mm-hmm. they have a stack of yellowtail Merlot for nice. me. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> I like Joel's uh, Joel's uh, name for it. Was it you, Joel, that posted that? No, oh, yeah. As far as um, <laughs> yellow tail general, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yellow tail general. <laughs> oh, that was good. Well, I'm that having a, that a bit of medication kicking in. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm having because I have had very early mornings the past few. Very late nights and very early mornings. So I'm kind of dragging. Dragging pretty bad. Dragging so bad right now that I can hear my voice seconds after I've actually said the words. (laughs) That might just be me and my headphones. But uh, So I'm drinking uh, coffee hot, one each. Nice. Uh Uh-oh. Did we lose somebody? Yeah, Michael. We lost Michael. Michael just disappeared. He vanished. We may have may, to cut video. It, yeah, it may have something to do with the Yellowtail General. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll I, didn't re- I didn't realize that was classified. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> so, so what are you drinking, Joel? Ah, well, I am having my first of the evening and probably last Captain Morgan and Coke in the Gigundo Sippy Cup. Because uh. reason being, rationing becomes a very important thing when you look in the cupboard and say, uh-oh, I only have enough Coca-Cola for one sippy cup. I better save it for a podcasting motivation. <laughs> so I've been drinking hot tea up until when we started the show. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I'm afraid to drink alcohol at this time because I, you'd probably hear snoring, nope. and if you were watching the the typewriting or the, the the show notes, you'd probably see a lot of uh, Y's and V's and Z's going across <laughs> the screen. Hey, I think we need to kill video because you were just Cyloning there a little bit, and I am Skype. Uh, you were. Now you're not. Now it cleared well, up and healed. I think we should kill video anyway because Michael was, of course, Michael's crystal clear during the pre-show, and then as soon as he comes and makes his intros, he starts silenting. And uh, boy, he disappeared. Yeah, I hope he didn't get called out. You think he? Uh, well, I don't. I didn't hear his radio throw any tones. It was just here and then gone. Yeah. Almost like like a cable or or yeah. got broken on a telephone phone pole somewhere i mean that was that fast yeah it was just i but, heard the, uh, the uh, let me let me try and there he is oh, there he is there he is. is he there is he there uh, yeah he's he's here. Hey, okay we killed, we killed video because you were cyloning a little bit that that wasn't the problem okay 
Yeah, that wasn't the problem. Well, because I don't think so. We killed video. Yeah, I'll kill the video. Yeah, everybody was siloning a little bit here and there. So you are right now. Who me? Yeah, you you are. Oh, oh. You guys, hmm. you guys want to borrow a cup of a cup of internet? Uh yeah. Can I please? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having problems. Uh, the my, yeah, my uh, I don't know whether it's the line or the load balancer has been. Uh, it it it. I about. Once every two weeks, I have to unplug it and plug it back in again uh, to reset it. Sometimes it gets locked up, depending on all the stuff it's doing. And if, yeah, I don't know what's going on right now, but it locked up just before I came up here. So I d- did the reset. So I thought I'd be Maybe good. it's because of the, the winter is coming and it's you yeah. know, frost warning or something. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just theorizing. All right, so let's get right into days of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Is the show still on? (laughs) Yep. Is it? No, I don't know that. I mean, it's been our show. Oh, Actually, no. <laughs> it is. I saw it uh, this week. Okay. I didn't know. It's one of the a few. I mean, remember when daytime TV all afternoon used to be nothing but soap operas? And now it's like there's mm-hmm. two left, I think. I think General Hospital's still on. And and maybe this is yeah, the only yeah. other one. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it's on. I, I worked a medic, medic shift Wednesday, Thursday, and... Uh, some of the EMTs had this on in the afternoon. Hmm. Huh. Better than watching the chew or yep. the view or the chew, the screw, or the brew, <laughs> the brew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That thank God 7 million channels and the internet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, there's always BBC America. Yes. Usually, yeah. if they're not playing BBC stuff, they're playing Star Trek. So. Yeah. <laughs> known as Star Trek Channel. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, as we mentioned before, it's leaf peeper season up here. And yes, we thought the colors were going to be pretty bad this year because we've been drought all summer long. And uh, uh, contrary to that, the colors have been absolutely spectacular this year. And uh, yeah. lots of orangey oranges and red reds and yellow yellows and green shamrocks and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's been uh, very yeah, good. Yeah, it, it, the, the colors were really vibrant. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's it, you know, it kind of makes you say when you're driving, say, I don't know, a grocery store or whatever, you're like, Man, this is really nice, you know. We see this every day. Yeah, you know, if so. it would, if we could just take New England autumn and make it year round, there's no <laughs> bugs. Nice. You know, it gets warm mm-hmm. during the day, a bit warm, but not too warm during the day, and it gets a little cold at night, so it's nice sleeping weather, and and the colors mm-hmm. are magnificent. And did I mention there's no bugs? 
And uh, yes, as yeah. a matter of fact, I think you touch on that. <laughs> and it's and, and that's and that's a big one because they are were horrible this past summer. That's yeah. for darn sure. Yeah. So, but that's that, and of course, Michael's probably well. No, he's not yet into the winter wonderland yet. Nope, not yet. But it has snowed, right? You told me that. Yeah, well, I've got at a the mixture. football yeah, game. It was kind of kind of snowing. <laughs> I'm sorry. We yeah, got... hang on a second. Okay. Yeah, you were silent and uh, a bit there, Barry. So it was kind of hard to tell when you stopped to start talking. You know, it was a silenting effect. I don't know. It's, it seems like Skype's having a little, being a little glitchy tonight. Yeah, it could be Skype. Could be I'm running out of memory on my computer too. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, 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 I've backed up every uh, freaking i device I've owned on this laptop to make uh, changes and things. And uh, you know, when you have a 128 gig device here and a 64 gig device there and another 64 gig device, <laughs> that starts adding up. And I only got a 500 gig drive. Ah, yeah, I could load it down a little bit. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Michael, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm fighting through a technical problem here. Sorry. Oh, that's no, no problem. You well, whatever you're doing, it, you're crystal clear now. Yeah. Well, I'm on a backup system, but okay. Well, okay, you're sorry. you're the next. Oh, no. You're you're the next. Uh, got the next topic there. Okay. So. <clears throat> yeah. So I finally, finally. You know, nothing like waiting to the last second. And if it had been last year or any other year, it already would be too late. But uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, Friday. I ordered 15 yards of uh, crushed mine rock driveway gravel for the road to Saskatchewan. Nice. Wow. Problem is, is it may show up uh, after my uh, friend who has the excavator leaves for his next job. So <laughs> I may be wheelbarreling this oh, <laughs> and spreading sucks. it by hand. I'd be more worried because about... Because uh, the tractor's not together yet. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I must be siloning or something, or there's a wicked delay. Um, I was going to also mention probably that, you wicked know, delay. if you get, like, four feet of snow on the ground, too, would that, would that be good? Or, actually, you'd probably get better um, traction if you put it on top of the snow. Yeah, probably would. You know, the funny thing is, is that... Uh, um, I put this out on Twitter, and I got a response from, uh, I think, a DJ in, in Saskatchewan liking it. Like, oh, uh, well, okay, yeah, but it's not really Saskatchewan. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad you like the effort there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. My. <laughs> that would be an awful lot of work to try and move by hand. Yeah. Well, I may have to, but, you know, I, I, I there there's uh, another son here who can help, and <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I can see if I can borrow one of my friend's uh, tractors. But, Something with a bucket in New York, rake. Yeah, at least just a bucket to dump it in the areas of the... And this is not going to fix everything. 15 yards is just going to be repair-type stuff. Yeah. You guys know how long that, yeah. that driveway is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I started a sandwich when we met at the beginning, and then uh, I was almost done the sandwich <laughs> by the time we got to the back. Yeah. 
Oh, that's possible. I, I yeah. like I like how you you call it a driveway. Loosely speaking, okay, it's a road. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I think or up it's here more we call like it a, a track. It's like a one man path through the woods. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's you an could, unimproved two track. You could lose it, you know, especially in the <laughs> fall when the leaves fall. Yeah, you could lose. You won't know where the driveway is. Well, you, it does feel like you're driving deep into the woods, and you go, okay, <laughs> let's, head, let's head down the driveway. I'm like. We're we going four wheeling. No, this is the driveway, and we're driving, and we're driving, and we're driving. I mean, we're going into the woods, and, and went, it is four wheel drive. Yes, and I'm thinking, damn, I wouldn't want to have to shovel this thing. <laughs> Which I know, unfortunately, you had to you know, last yeah, year. Yeah, I did last winter. Yeah. Wow, jeez, it was something you never completely finished. It was an ongoing <laughs> project. <laughs> Uh, oh my god so okay Would yeah that you... was out yeah joel oh uh, yeah sorry uh, yep uh well let's see here uh what else got going on well let's see here uh for all seven of the listeners they all know the saga continues uh that i'm out not working right now because of a major back injury blah 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 and the only real thing that happened is, uh, well, I had my uh, doctor's uh, uh, visit with the surgeons who said, okay, next step, shots. And I'm like, man, eh, no big deal. Take a shot. We're going to do nine of them in your spine. And I went, okay, I'm not real happy about the idea, but <laughs> so that's that's what's up next. Something I'm getting to look forward to. If it helps, great. Um, yeah. Still can say I'm not looking forward to the idea of it. Um <laughs> And as he had said, he was, and yeah, here's, there's some risks associated, and that I said, here's the dealio. So long as you can prescribe me something that makes me not really give a shit, yeah, it'll go great uh, for that day. And I said, so we could take care of that right now. That you know, and he wrote me a prescription and all that. And I said, then it won't be. The thing is, is it won't all be at once, which is what I didn't know. Mm. It's. They have to do one area, and then they have to wait a week and a half to two weeks to see what the results are. Then they're going to do another vertebrae, and then they're going to wait uh, a week and a half to two weeks to see what effect it had on the other area, and then another one, and then another one. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, so much for getting it all done at once. But, uh, yeah, it's the next step. It's something, I guess, you know, to look forward to, obviously. And uh, besides that, I can't really do a whole hell of a lot. I actually have a lot to uh, contribute with these part of our lives. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, let's just say I, I get really caught up on a lot of my reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you can study for that license. Uh, you know what? I should be doing that right now. And I, I you know what? I'm, I, damn it. I'm going to. Actually, I might need to borrow your AARL book. <laughs> uh, mine's probably out of date now. But, you know, um, sure. Uh, I've even got some study books here, but like I said, it's been a while since I've had to take a test. So they may be, I mean, they never really go out, but they've added new stuff. That's the problem. Right. Yeah, right. So, well, between that uh, and the website, there's a practice yeah. test on it, but I always find it's easier to study from a book than read it from a book and study okay. than a screen. Don't yeah, ask I'll me why. I'm just that way. I'll see if I still have them. If you got them, if I, not, I got them. I'll. 
Yeah. Boy, the, the delay must be wicked bad uh, here. I'm almost tempted to say let's hang up and uh, try to do Skype again. Really? Yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah, you guys yeah. could give me like two minutes. I want to reset the router here. Okay. Sure. You know what? Okay, I don't thanks. usually do this, but I'm going to pause the show, and then we'll be back when we try to get better communication. So stand by. We'll be right back. Not at all. Everything's sharp and crisp. We okay. are interactive. Yes. Okay. We're back. And uh, hopefully it'll stay this way for some time. Yes. All right. I don't know whether we should kill the video again anyway, just in case. Well, my bandwidth is fine here, but okay. well, now now it's fine again. All right. <laughs> Obviously, All it wasn't fine for a second. All right. Okay. Okay. I want to say this. Yes. Fuck you, both of you. Okay, because it's probably my band <laughs> <Yeah>. with us. We'll leave it on for a while. We'll see what happens. Well, if you want, I mean, rather than a, you know, I can give you a gallon of internet rather than a cup. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I can spare it. I know. I know. We start wearing. Uh, by your command in the background, we'll we'll turn off the cameras again. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right. So where were we? We had. Uh... I was done with my shots, and now we're up to you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> when I last left you, I was waiting pas- patiently uh, for uh, Samsung to um, once again um, allow or start reselling uh, the Explode new. Galaxy Note 7, and um, I also uh, checked out, I was debating on whether I should switch to uh, from AT&T to Verizon, because another thing that my wife and I have always discussed when we're on AT&T is that 90% of our phone calls go directly to voicemail, which means mm-hmm. we're not receiving them on the phone. And oh. so we decided, well, let's check it out. So price-wise, I checked it out, and AT&T mm. and Verizon are pretty much dead on the same price. Right. So we decided to make the change to Verizon to see if... What? what, what, what? To, to, to see if uh, that would solve our problems where we don't get phone calls. It goes directly to voicemail. Which, you know, you know some of the people that call me, that's a good thing. But... Yeah. <laughs> hey, stop. Stop sucking <laughs> my calls. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk to me just say i don't want to talk to you now <laughs> so so i went in and talked to the uh, verizon guys and and they were also saying that they were going to start selling the note 7 again they were actually taking reservations for them <clears throat> so i talked to them last a couple of uh not this past week the week before i started talking to them on wednesday i stopped in and we had a good chat and he said well here's the problem I can, you know, put you in for, um, you know, a a reservation for one of those phones, but I'm going to have to start your Verizon account, and you just told me you can't be without a phone, so you're going to have to keep your AT&T account alive because the iPhone 6, they couldn't transfer over to Verizon. Right, Uh, GSM versus CDMA. Well, yeah, I think it had the parts, but AT&T locks the phone, so I'd have to go through... Uh, getting trying to get AT&T to unlock the phone so that they could do it. And then it would only be partially active. It would only be active mm-hmm. on LTE. 
Yep. I guess so. Um, you wouldn't have any of the lower bands. Yeah, and that's not a good thing out our way because in the woods we're we're, we're not always on lte if you know what i mean Uh, so i said okay well then i'll just wait and they took my my um uh, my uh email and my phone number and they were going to call me once they knew that there'd be phones uh, in the store and that was wednesday well thursday we heard the news that somebody's uh, new Note Seven, one that they, you know, one of the um, replacement phones. Um, I want to say, let's let's be like all the media exploded on a Southwest plane. Uh, uh, luckily, before uh, it took off, but uh, these things don't explode, people. They just catch on fire. Now that's bad. Just, like, <laughs> just catch on. Well, it's into my front hip pocket. It's bad. But I am so sick of the media just overhyping everything. I mean, it really, it really. Yes, there's a problem with these phones. They catch on fire. They don't explode. Okay. Louie. Yeah. So anyway, it caught on fire, and I said, "Oh, that's not good." But so far, that's the only one we've heard about. But then, of course, the media got a hold of it, and bam. Um, yeah, they just spin doctored the whole thing. Yeah, and, and there is a problem. And, and it's smart that they're doing what they're doing, because, frankly, they don't know what the hell the problem is with these things. So, um, but then, you know, I heard this Thursday, and... Friday, I was hearing more stories, and I'm listening to the media, exploding phones, you know, and, you know, all the stuff that goes with that. And I said, okay, well, even if they can find the problem with these phones, this phone is basically dead. Uh-huh. And uh, they're they're not going to be able to do anything with it. Um, they've already, um, you're not allowed to turn them on or charge them on a plane. I said, you know, I need a phone that I can actually use on an airplane to and right. travel with. And uh, so come Saturday, I pretty much made this decision. I'm, I'm not going for the Note 7. Um, and I looked at the Edge, the, the Galaxy mm-hmm. S7 Edge. And I decided I'm going to go with that one. And so Saturday I went into Verizon and I said, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the edge based on everything I just said. And uh, I said, do you have any of those in stock? Sure. We got, we've got some of those in stock. I said, oh, really? They didn't have black. That was my first choice, but they had a silver one. So I ended up getting a silver one for me. My wife didn't want the edge. She wanted just the S7. Mm -hmm. which is fine and they had that in black so i got that one for her and so we've got two new phones and we're on a new network awesome wow i'll I'll wait until uh we get down into geek corner to tell you what i think about the phone but as part of the days (laughs) of our lives section uh, i think you and and i may end up being on a similar page there quite by accident yeah but uh so far you know it's we've got we got the new phones and I am so glad that I went in on Saturday and got them because then the announcement came out at the beginning of this week that Samsung's doing a total recall. You know, um, uh-huh. you know they're they're sending out special boxes that are ceramic coated and gloves to handle the phones and <laughs> send them back. And I said, you know, if I had waited just another couple of days, I wouldn't even be able to get an S7. 
edge. Yeah, it sold you know, out. Because, you know, people, you know, the, the diehard Samsung people are all going for the edge now. They want them for mm-hmm. their, their replacement phones. And then they made the deal that they're going to give the people with Note 7s $100, you know, for their trouble if they go and get another Samsung phone and $25 if you decide to, you know, just go go away and or take a refund and go out with uh a bang another phone yeah no, uh, for you know an iphone or yeah, yeah a bang yeah so so i said hmm yeah i would have been waiting for a while because i'm sure those edges are now back ordered so whew, i made a good call there i think yeah uh, so anyway so that's where the days of our lives part yep new phones on a new network and and so far the network's working fine don't find too many issues. I'm actually getting phone calls directly awesome. to the phone. How many bars do you have in the house? In the house, I have three bars. See, that's a, yeah, that's something that was never there before. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was. It was, was like it when you had AT and T without that micro cell. Yeah. Plus, it's got Wi-Fi, you know, calling yeah. too. So, um, if I'm connected to Wi-Fi, I think it goes. I don't know yep. if it goes to there first or it defaults. It tries Wi-Fi. If it doesn't go, then it'll jump to the cell tower. Okay. So, so, um, so, yep. And uh, and I'll leave the rest for Geek Corner. Uh, so, um, so that's that's the days of our lives section of the new phone, Michael. So yeah, it's been uh, another crazy week for me. Uh, more of the typical Mike. Uh, work sleep schedule that you're used to hearing in the past rather than recently. <laughs> but we'll, we'll fast forward or fast backwards to last weekend. Uh, I told you guys at the beginning of the show I've been fighting a respiratory cold, which is unusual for me. I think I mentioned that in the podcast that shall not be named as well. Oh, that new podcast so much that so, came out. Yeah, the new con- podcast <laughs> podcast just came out. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of the rework of the one that faded away. But uh, um yeah, last Saturday, I got reached a point where I was like, I just had had enough by like 8 o'clock at night, and I slept like 12-plus hours. Wow. Really? Saturday to Sunday, which is, that's like three days sleep for me. Three? That's <laughs> more like a, two weeks of sleep for you. Sometimes, uh, well, during the summer. But so, you know, I was, I knew I was like, oh, man, I'm really feeling horrible, and I had volunteered to help them out this past Wednesday because they didn't have a medic at all. Wow. Nothing on the schedule. Nobody available anywhere. Uh, not that I look forward to being the sole medic in a Duke County area during the weekday. I knew it was going to be brutal. So I thought, well, we'll try to get some more sleep. And uh, Monday morning, I was on a conference call. And before the conference call was over, I got paged out for an EMS call. And again, fortunately, the this was a client, too. This wasn't just work. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But he's like, Sounds like a pager going off in the background. I said, you are correct, and I got to go now. <laughs> I was. And I came back, and then I had to work late because I'd spent three. I, that one went to the hospital, so I spent three hours, you know, patient care and then taking them to the hospital and then restocking the rig and coming back. Then I worked late, so I was trying to make up the time that I had lost uh, doing the call. And I went to bed, tried to go to bed at a reasonable hour Monday night because the early hour shift for Wednesday was looming. And I was in bed for about an hour, and the pager goes off. And that was actually for a pretty massive heart attack. It was a pretty oh. serious one of the one of the visitors. One of the problems with having leaf peepers in town is that uh, the uh, demographic is prone to more medical problems sometimes. Uh-huh. 
And just the beauty uh, of the trees <laughs> is hard on your heart, you know. It's like, wow. yeah, apparently. <laughs> but uh, it's it's going to have a, uh, a desirable yeah. outcome, as far as I can tell. But uh, that was that was a uh, lights and sirens to the hospital, and wow. they got transferred downstate. So now I spent most of Monday night in a rig when <laughs> I should have been sleeping. So Tuesday I was in great shape, and then <laughs> up at three thirty in the morning Wednesday. This is all leading up to my subject, believe me. Um, and then got my butt kicked Wednesday. I uh, just crank, crank, crank. I actually worked through, I, I, I burned through two partners on Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> 12 hours in the rig with uh, one partner during the day Wednesday. And uh, then the other EMT who was supposed to be with the other medic who was supposed to be on duty, but there mm-hmm. wasn't one, uh, worked with me through the night till 3.30 in the morning. And uh, then I sent her home because she was going to have to come back in the next night and then made it through the rest of the evening. So evening, morning, whatever. It gets, it gets to be a blur at that point. Mm-hmm. So I get back to Copper Harbor sometime probably about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock Thursday morning. Now, this is not, not coming back to the harbor to go to sleep. I have a day job. So <laughs> after doing all of that, and I oh, I had to take a vacation day Wednesday to do that. Um I didn't have to. I just felt I should. I mean, I, I told, I talked to my day job about it, told mm-hmm. me, hey, they don't have a medic for Wednesday. And I'm like, yep, no problem. I go ahead and do it. But I took a vacation day, took a PTO day for that. But I really needed to get back to work Thursday morning. So um, my wife then tells me at lunchtime, after I drag myself back up to the house after working in the morning, making lots and lots of coffee, kind of <laughs> like what you got here, Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, oh, by the way, David just told us there's a uh, pep band concert tonight. And I'm like, tonight? <laughs> I've been up since 3.30 yesterday morning, <laughs> and I'm working. <clears throat> but the pep band, he's part of the Michigan Tech University Huskies pep band. Uh, the band in its current uh, formation is celebrating its 49th anniversary. The ba- they've had a pep band for almost 100 years, but before that it was an uh um. Uh, uh, da, da, da. The yellow general's kicking in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Little CRS. Uh, sudden, uh, absolutely. Military band style. Um. Oh, marching like band. Marching band. No. But, no. 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 They were actually they were uh, uh, like a John Sousa band. <laughs> uh, they, they were they were in suits sitting on chairs, but it was a pet man. Uh, but it was, you know, it was very, very formal yeah. suits, ties, the whole nine yards. And 49 okay. years ago, a band director came along and said, no, we got to, we got to spice this up some. And I got, I'll send you a picture of uh, one of the MTU Husky band members so you can kind of get an idea. But they're, they're gold and black stripes and all kinds of, but not like a pinstripe. They're just big, wide stripes. And each band member wears a unique hat of their own choosing. So you get everything from you know big moose ears out there to <laughs> beanies to. Um, <laughs> I gave David a selection and uh, he took my my Russian furry hat from the, the one I bought on Red Square. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> my, 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 I, he, I, he even knew what the name of it was. That's escaping me right now too. Um, but uh, anyhow, so for the fourth time in the history of the band, they actually had a concert, and they're all always really entertaining to hear. You know when they're playing for games. Right. And since our son is playing in the pet band, of course, we went to the Rosé Center to go hear them. Um, but at that point, you know, yeah, it's here. I'd been, it, the concert was at 730. 
So I was really at my best by the time that came around. <laughs> Highly entertaining. But one of the other things, and I, I wish Barty was here for this part because I'm sure he'd recognize it. But uh, they had a special guest. They did a, like a half hour, 45 minute segment of all the songs they do for Pep Band, except, you know, the extended version now that they don't have to do it in between plays. Um, and they had brought people in. They call it the Almost Golden Concert. I know I'm all over the map on this, but they call it the Almost Golden because next year is going to be 50 years. Oh, wow. Jeez. They've only had four concerts in the history of the school. So I didn't want to miss this. Yeah. They brought back members. They had 100 people playing. Really? This is Pip Band, yeah, wow. and multiple conductors from years past. That's then they cool. brought back, since they, they play for games, they brought back a hockey player that, uh, as much as I'm starting to become a fan of the game, I was totally oblivious to this story until they brought him back and I looked it up. But a gentleman by the name of John Scott, and... Um, I think I'll cover that separately in a podcast that should not be named. But the short version of it is, is uh, he's in his 30s. Uh, he graduated from Michigan Tech. Uh, NHL, NHL player. He's been all over the place from Chicago Blackhawks. But he's Canadian originally. Uh, was playing for Montreal. And uh, he had been sent down to the minors and had been a pretty vocal opponent uh, of how the All-Star game had been run. Uh-huh. So the short version is is that the fans voted him in as team captain when he wasn't associated with the team anymore. And the <laughs> NHL throwing fits about this, but they're saying, well, I guess we got to honor the, the, the fans. Right. And uh, Montreal then brought him back up so he'd be in the league, and then just before the All-Star game, they stuffed him back down in the minors again, which mm-hmm. made him disqualified for the All-Star game, oh. of which the fans went berserk. The fans I think I remember that story. They, this, yeah. because it was it was spring of this year. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The they made such a ruckus that they had to bring him back up. Wow! And he was the captain of the team, and they won. <laughs> so they're, they're actually going to make a movie about this now because he was t- he was talking about this at the band concert because they did a a a fake uh, like the second half of the show was like a fake late night show. You know, oh wow! A fake Letterman type show. Yeah, and uh, he was interviewing a couple people. Then he interviewed John Scott, which was actually really cool. The guy seems like a um, he's about as tall as you are, Barry. Really? <laughs> um, wow, wow! Yeah, big guy. Um, but uh, so they're doing this talk show, and then they go when they go to commercial, they'd run something in the background, and then the pet band would play play a song that was appropriate to the commercial. So they 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 kind of hyped it up really cool. But anyhow, uh, I know. Cool. Again, I, I really went all over the place on this, but it was a blast to uh, go listen to this. It was like a, probably a two-hour concert, maybe even longer. Not very, maybe 200 people in the audience. It was, I was worried about getting a seat, and they're just like, okay, people don't know what they're missing here. <laughs> this was incredible. <laughs> but uh, it was a great night. It was great to see my son play, and uh, I think I beat this into the ground, so... <laughs> Oh, uh, geez. All right. Well, let's see here. I've, oh, shit. I, okay, there it is. Don't lock up, little computer. Um, yeah, so essentially, you know, folks, all seven listeners have heard us say, winter is coming. Winter is coming. And I have a couple stories that are winter is coming related. Uh, one of which is, and it's funny because Barry and I were chit-chatting back and forth on Voxer and said, uh, hey, uh, 
fired up the pellet stove. I sent it out to the guys and shot a little video of the pellet stove because we had a couple of killer cold nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that a guy's about three weeks ago? It was just it just dropped Barry right oh, yeah. right down into the, it was in the, the high twenties. Yeah. And uh, so I ran the stove then, and then I fired it up one more time for like I don't know half a day, and then I'm like, ooh, it's putting off too much heat. So uh, my beautiful bride said, hey, you know what would be something I've been really wanting to uh, pursue? I've been researching it, reading about it, and I think it's time to uh, pull the trigger. I want to go do this. I said, what's that? And she said, let's look at one of those infrared quartz heaters. You know, mm-hmm. everyone knows by the name of Eden Pure. Okay. And uh, so uh, she's researched them uh, from top to bottom, left to right. And she said, you know. Nothing against Eden Pure, but people are paying for the name because of their marketing. That's why they're also priced so much higher than the other brands. Mm-hmm. So she said, here's ones that people have bought that are the infrared six-element quartz heaters that barely use any electricity that just belt out the heat. Mm-hmm. And it heats everything in the room. And I said, okay, whatever you come up with, that's your decision. Hey, let's go. So we pulled the trigger on a new LifeSmart uh, IR quartz heater, and uh, the, the model number's in the show notes, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the, uh, the for the large rooms. It's a six element for okay. large rooms, and I'll, and I'll tell you what, man. This friggin' thing, I mean, heats, no word of a lie, half the house. Really? Wow. And it's dirt cheap to run as far as electrical usage it's a 1500 watt heater now you would say well if you got like a 1500 watt you know like the, the elements that glow you remember the old ones that yeah. your grandma had they used to just yeah it, and it, it and the the disc or the needles on the meter on the outside of the house are moving so fast it could actually yeah. blow dry your hair yeah pretty much my house, house. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> yeah, there now with it's the baseboard electric heat yeah, upstairs. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> the disc that rotates inside that meter you could use as a meat slicer at the deli because mm-hmm. it's moving that fast. Well, <laughs> this thing barely pulls any juice as far as a draw. Mm-hmm. And um, honest to God, I mean, it it everything in the room is warm. Not just the air, and it doesn't dry the air out. To touch it, everything is warm, and you know the. The sales pitch. Well, that's the science of the infrared quartz heat. And I'm like, okay, whatever, as long as it works. So we found it at Walmart. They also have them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. For, uh, they used to be about, well, I don't know what the hell, they used to be more expensive than they are. But now, because of competition and marketing and this and that, we were able to pick up ours for a little over, I think it was 120 bucks. Wow. That's not bad. And, and you think, well, it, it has a remote control, three settings, mm-hmm. um, low power usage setting, a super portable oak cabinet. Uh, I think it's oak. And uh, it's, it's really nice. does not get hot to the touch at all anywhere on it, except hmm. for where it glows out the front grate. And, uh, and even then you could sit, you know, the cat can sit in front of it. It's not like going to melt the cat's face off. So it's, <laughs> but it's the damnedest thing. I'm telling you right now, it's the only heater we got going in the house right now. But you said it, it works. Just, it works like a bomb. Uh, you, oh, yeah, it works the bomb. Okay. Works, <laughs> yes. Works the bomb. It doesn't blow up like, the, uh, <laughs> like a like Samsung the, note seven, note seven. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and it's awesome. It's so it's, it works so freaking good. Debbie's like, we're gonna go get another one for so we have one on either end of the house. Hmm. And uh, it's it, it it I've talked to people who've had them, you know, the Eden Pures, and 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 they said, yeah, we heat our whole house with it. And you know what really? got me, Barry? What? That what first got me looking at them originally is when you go to the Yen Yen Chinese food restaurant in Peterborough. Yeah. And you walk into the front door and you go up to the counter where the cash register is and you place your order. Yeah. There's a shelf that they have built on one wall off your left shoulder. Mm-hmm. They've got two of these things, much smaller than mine. Yeah. And I had asked the owner, I said, is that one of those like Eden Pure Core Cheater things? He said, yep. I said, and that heats this whole dining room in this restaurant? He goes, yep, those two. And I got one in the back and then one in the bar. Wow. Here. And I said, you heat the whole restaurant with four little plug-in 120 heaters he goes yep i said isn't expensive he goes it's a hell of a lot cheaper than the damn propane gas that was costing me to heat this place Mm. i said like a lot he goes an awful lot cheaper and it was warm in there i'm thinking for the bedroom maybe yes sir yes sir because these things friggin work i am totally blown away Hmm. with how it works it's 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 impressive, man. I'm telling you what. Okay. I, I this house up, and this house is not super well insulated for yeah. the seven listeners. You know, you know, we live in a cabin that was originally built in 18. Uh, I don't know whatever. Oh six, mm-hmm. and it was added on, and then added on, and then the last bunch of additions were added on by a couple of stoners who didn't know how to use a tape measure or insulation. <laughs> so <laughs> when we got this house. <laughs> I've run into all kinds of mystery shit when I'm taking uh, walls down. And, uh, but yeah, so it's not a super well, it's, you know, regular insulin. And it, I'm telling you what, it's hot. So if you're looking for an alternative way to offset your heating mm-hmm. expenses for 106 bucks or 110 bucks at Walmart, get one of the six elements. I wouldn't go anything smaller than the six element. Mm-hmm. And I hear they, they have an eight element. I can't imagine how much, well that must work. I'm gonna have to check that out because the only thing you know, we we pay ridiculous uh, electric bills, and and the main reason is because we run the electric heat upstairs, but we don't run it in every room. So you mm-hmm. know, it's mostly you know just the uh, the our bathroom and uh, well the two bathrooms and mm-hmm. and the bedroom and right. the the other ones we pretty much keep off. Well, we keep them in a low setting, so they only kick on. You know, I don't want the house to get any room to get super cold. Right, so, right. Yeah. You know, you uh, keep well, them at it, 60. So yeah, that, these yeah. have casters on the bottom of the heater, so you just mm-hmm. roll it from one room to the next. You don't have to carry it. And honestly, like the one we have here is heating the dining area, the office area, the whole front of the house. Part of my, it heats up my bedroom, the bathroom, and part of the kitchen. Huh. It's it just I can't explain it, but it just really, really works, yeah. and it's not in my mind or wishful thinking. Because anybody who's ever met me knows I'm probably the biggest conspiracy theorist and naysayer you're ever going to want to meet. When I'm convinced something's a bunch of bullshit, it's going to take a mountain's worth of evidence to prove it to me otherwise. Yeah. And these things just friggin' work. I'm impressed as hell, and it's yeah. cheap to run. I will wait, you, Joe. Yeah, on Amazon, LifeSmart large six large room six element heater on Amazon eighty eight ninety nine. Yep, I found oh. them there. 
it's uh, I'm looking at it's Amazon. Not the oak, it's not the oak one. But. Right, this one is a yeah, the Life Smart six element large room infrared quartz heater with wooden cabinet and remote. Amazon Prime one hundred twelve. Yeah, he, um, really, oh, mine it says one hundred and four dollars and sixty cents. Oh, I must so, be well. Okay, oh no, wait, I see the one hundred four one. Okay, yeah, it's got a little white remote to the left of it. That's yep. the one I got right there mm. here in the house, and you know what? It friggin' it rocks. I am so impressed with this little device. Even the way I looked at it, at, at 110 bucks, let's call it 110 bucks. Yeah. And the, the minimal amount of electricity that the thing uses, if it only if you only got two years out of it, and let's say it malfunctioned or needed to be replaced, it would have saved me tons of money mm-hmm. in what it would have cost to heat using wood pellets. Mm-hmm. And wood pellets are cheap compared to. Yeah, wood to, pellets are cheap. I'd be uh, interested uh, to see see what your uh, when you get your first monthly heating bill or electric bill. What, yep. what, if you notice an increase or, or what, you know, not a significant, right. obviously it's not, but how much of an increase? Because I can tell you, you know, I'm paying on the monthly plan right now, I'm paying 375 a month in electricity. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's mostly because of the electric heat upstairs. Right, right. I <laughs> figure, I was trying to, I was figuring out the kilowatt usage. Yeah. Of the heater versus a, a scenario of running it twenty four seven, and you what it is is nice is you set it to like a, a preset temperature. Mm. Say I want it to be seventy two degrees in the room, and yeah. shut off when it gets to seventy three and a half, and it yeah. will. Yeah. So you basically you set it and forget it. It's like a George mm. Foreman grill. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And it sticks, sit it in the corner, and if you're out, you leave it plugged in, yada yada yada. But mm-hmm. I figured it's probably going to probably raise my electric somewhere in the neighborhood. I'm, you know, this is rough numbers. I'm thinking it might raise it about thirty bucks hmm. for that much heat in this house, and yeah. but all for that thirty bucks, yeah. it's I can spend thirty dollars in pellets, yeah, in a day if it's cold enough. But I mean, for yeah. the actual time, it, I would spend that in, in the course of thirty-one days. It cost me to say thirty dollars or a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. I would easily blow through twice that amount in the cost of pellets to run the stove. Hmm. So it saves, you know, the electric bill going up is n- minimal. Yeah. Compared, and that's why I say it, they always they advertise it as an alternative source of heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to your main, to, or, or to offset your your main heating system, and it does. You save a shit ton of money. Yeah, because because the other thing too, you know, in our family room. Um, we have the propane stove, which does an yeah. excellent job, unless it's like fifteen below, and 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 it tries. It really, really tries <laughs> to do its job. It's like on twenty four seven, but when it gets that cold, yep. um, yeah, there's a lot it, of glass in that room too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it falls behind a little bit. So you know, I'm thinking that that would be and for the price. You get one of those as supplement heating because the supplement heating mm-hmm. right now for that room is uh, you know, crank on the electric heat, on thermos, yeah, heating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, then, and then you might, there again, you're using yeah. the uh, the disc on the meter as a meat slicer. Oh, yes. Well, moving, uh, in, in, in the wintertime, the electric company comes and asks us to turn the heat off so they can actually take a meter reading. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. On it. So you, you know. might want to look at one of these. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in first-hand knowledge when you're uh-huh. looking at a new product. And 
I, and again, I'm not going to sell anything that I think is, you know, pile of junk. And if I'm, if it's marginal, I'll tell you it's marginal. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly friggin' impressed with how well this thing works and how much space. I mean, it heats it up to comfortable. Mm-hmm. Totally walk around, you know, T-shirt and sweatpants with your house slippers on, comfortable. Yeah. And yet you walk outside and you go, holy crap, it's, well, prime example, we went out to the, uh, today, I went outside Mm-hmm. We had to run an errand, and uh, it was 47 degrees outside. The the the, the uh, quartz heater, the IR quartz heater is the only running here in the house. Mm-hmm. You walked inside, and it was 72 degrees in the whole nice. house. That's nice. Yeah. And you didn't have the pellet stove going? No. Sitting in wow. the corner off. Wow. Just that quartz okay. heater was doing it all. That's a, I'm going to investigate. Yes, because I'm looking for cheaper ways in our electric heat. And, um, you know, we're even talking, they, they have new baseboard ones now that you can replace. That, of course, those aren't IR, but they're supposedly much better. Right, let's More face efficient. it, you know, our, our the electric baseboard heating we've got is 40 years old now. Yeah, the technology's yeah. advanced a little bit on yeah. elements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh so that might be, uh, you know, yeah, I might have to check into that. I tell you, Walmart, we won't actually, I think, where the hell did we go? Uh, we picked ours up at the Walmart in Ringe, I think. Huh. No, no, we went to Keene. We went okay. to Keene. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if it's, if it's decent enough, you know, um, my nephew works for Amazon now, so I try to keep him employed. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the Ups guy brings uh, Sammy treats. So <laughs> there you go. So I Sammy likes it too. Yeah, Sammy, yeah, Sammy, Sammy loves, loves Amazon. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He loves Amazon because every time the ups truck comes, UPS truck comes, he gets a treat, and he knows it too. That's <laughs> <laughs> he knows the sound of the he, engine and the pulling in the driveway. You know, it's like. Yeah, all of a sudden he gets up and he goes over to the door and I don't hear anything yet. I said, "Up, oh, UPS is here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred four bucks right there, Amazon yeah. Prime. Have it uh, Tuesday on the eighteenth. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Definitely gonna check that out. Well, I guess I'm next. And today yep. was Nearfest. That's the uh, New England Amateur Radio Ham Fest um, held in the uh, Deerfield grounds. Um, um, and, um, in Deerfield, <laughs> which is about an hour and a half east of here, east, northeast of here, slightly, slightly more north than, than, than here. And, uh, so, uh, Joel, I was supposed to go with me, but obviously with all his back issues, there's a lot of walking and a lot of car driving. And, uh, the car driving's not too bad. I can actually sit in the car seat. It's one of the most comfortable positions. Just don't ask me to get up and go anywhere once we got yeah. there. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you I, I still think you would have been, you know, actually, Scott was having back problems too. I met up with uh, Scott, um, one of our podcasting friends and fellow amateur radio person. And uh, he, so uh, we met and uh, we walked around. Of course, he's newly retired now. Um, He's been retired for officially for two weeks. And um, I said, so how's it feel? And he goes, I don't know. It just feels like I'm on vacation. He goes, you know, it's probably going to take about a month or two months to kick in. 
then I'm not going to work anymore. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, so it was good, good to see Scott and, uh, we walked around. I got to say, as far as near fests are concerned, <sighs> you know, uh, the tailgaters, there weren't that many tailgaters. And of course it's the fall one and the fall one's usually smaller than the, the spring near fest. But I wasn't too impressed in the, the vendors, even they only had two big vendors there and, and they didn't bring their, their a game. Mm-hmm. to it uh and this wasn't i asked scott because it's a two-day thing but he was there on friday too and he goes yeah no it's about the same as today and i said mm, you know it's it's like uh now scott knows a thousand people so we were running yeah. into people and talking and 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 you know there was a thousand people there that he didn't know and we talked to them also uh, that's just, that's the Scott, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun because it's it's nice to be around. So, well, Joel's kind of one of those type of people too. He can just strike <laughs> up a conversation, conversation with anybody, and uh, and uh, and I'm not. I'm more introvert. So you know, so it's it's always good to go with somebody that's an extrovert like that because <laughs> then you start talking with people you don't know, and it's it's kind of fun. Um, They're great for ice breaking. Yeah. So, uh, but so we had a good time, and I had breakfast there at the uh, church. Oh, okay. Place, you know the place we ate. They oh, had yeah, the a, blue church. The church, yeah, but they had good, uh, real good. Uh, what the hell was it? Um, that was it. Apple crisp I had. Yeah. Oh no, no, that was the other place. We ate lunch there. This oh, is the right. church place that was kind of like. Um, it's a bigger thing, and a church runs it. It's homemade chicken noodle soup. That's yes, it was, yes, it? yes. Yeah, and and so I we had breakfast there, which I had uh, two eggs over hard, two pieces of bacon, um, some home fries, and that came with a coffee and an orange juice, and it was like six bucks. You know, <laughs> can't, can't go wrong with that. Oh, and two pieces of buttered toast, wheat or white. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was actually kind of full. And then we walked around. We walked around about three times. And uh, we sat a couple times because Scott's back was bugging him. And uh, just, just, you know, well, there's there's always a conversation when Scott's with you because, yeah, he can can, uh, hold up his end of a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... And, but we had some good talks. It's it's fun, you know. We we had some good talks, and we walked around. Uh, I guess around three times, and uh, we figured uh, we've we've seen everything. So we stopped at the place that had the apple crisp. Now I didn't get that, but I got lasagna in a bread bowl. Oh, and, and that was way too much. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't buy anything. Um, and I was looking for some stuff. I'm, I'm looking for a tube tester cause I've got a big plastic container of tubes and mm-hmm. I got my helicrafter here that I'm going to eventually get working again. And, uh, uh, so I need, uh, but I, I've got all these tubes and it's not like, uh, when I was a kid and you need to go check the tubes. So you went down to the local drugstore and they had this big behemoth tube tester sitting there and you could plug them in and make sure they were okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't have one, uh, you ain't getting them tested. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, and every once in a while in Hamfest, you see somebody selling a tube tester 
And, uh, you know, I was never, never really, uh, you know, ready to purchase one. But now I'm thinking, yeah, it would be nice to have one of those because I probably Mm -hmm. got all the tubes I need plus replacements or spares. Um, and of course I got to replace all the electrolytics capacitors and stuff in this thing too, because I'm sure they're all dried out and, you know, it it would be a fun project to get this thing up and running again. So, Mm -hmm. But need the right equipment. So yes, but I couldn't find one. So you know, so so we just had a good time eating and talking and walking around. And uh, that's that's it's a good time. I mean, yeah. honestly, it really, really is. I, I I felt excuse me. I felt bad. It's like you know, because we always well traditionally we go out for the. Uh, yeah. The late night QRM uh, field trip breakfast at IHOP yes. or someplace just like yeah. it. At a where, we, where we watch Joel order half the menu and eat like you know one pancake out of it. Stop! <laughs> stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd like six eggs over easy, eleven sausage links, uh, mm-hmm. six slices of toast. Uh, can I get the blueberry pancakes instead of the buttermilk? And uh, so make that a half stack. And uh, I need a pot of coffee, and then you, I think I'm going to egg number three and one slice of toast, and I'm full. <laughs> well, and and but I got to say there was a new tradition uh, that happened in this go around. Um, uh, we watched uh, you can you can go and watch Scott break receivers <laughs> just by tuning okay. around. <laughs> I told him I was going to give him a hard time about that. He there was a guy who had an antenna up, and he he wanted to he, he was looking at the antenna types, and he wanted to tune around and see what he could hear. And the guy had it tuned to forty meters, and he had basically a trapped. It almost looked like it wasn't a buddy pole, but it looked like one of those. But it had traps, so it was something larger, and he had it probably up about twenty feet in the air. And uh, so Scott was tuning this old Icom. You know, it's about a thousand dollar rig and mm-hmm. he was tuning and tuning and obviously he goes hey you know the knob is getting kind of stiff here he goes is there anything have you had problems with this and the guy said no he goes yeah i noticed it this morning i was tuning around and it started getting sniff stiff and yeah scott wasn't doing anything wrong he was through <laughs> he goes okay it's really stiff now and it's it's not moving <laughs> <laughs> so I don't the guy think you're going to be tuning that anymore. <laughs> the guy comes around and he says, Scott's going, does it have some kind of lock on it or something? And he goes, well, it's got an electronic lock. But, you know, and, and, and we kind of left and the guy was looking it up in the manual. And <laughs> he goes, was that for sale? And he goes, yeah, it was for sale. <laughs> As we were leaving, he's turning it off and he's reading the manual. He <laughs> welded in one position. It's like, oh, Scott goes, oh, I didn't do anything. I was just spinning the knob. I said, oh, yeah, okay. Hey, and we passed the table with a bunch of other receivers. Hey, hey, Scott, there's some more receivers you can break if you want. I'm just going to try this. Yeah, this one doesn't work. Move on to the next one. But, uh, no, it was, it, was, it was fun, though. And, you know, like I said, there's a ton of people. We met a bunch of guys on the... Uh, he used to be on a uh, AM net, and I guess it's uh, been around forever up here. I want to—I I got the frequency. I want to um, see if I can tune it in and see hear these guys and uh, 
So it was pretty interesting. And actually, the I think you were, were you? Um, there was one guy. Guy works for Bose, and he does some other stuff. And uh, he pretty interesting guy. He's a software guy, but he uh-huh. also uh, invented something for Bose, and they're trying to get a team to learn how to deal with this thing because he wants to retire from that and <laughs> get the hell out of uh, Bose. But uh, right now, uh, he can't leave. Because uh, the team hasn't learned the system yet. Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of like what Michael does. You know, <laughs> he's pretty much irreplaceable uh, and, uh, right now. But he's, he's trying like hell to become replaceable because he doesn't like the hour drive down to the Bose place. Yeah, but, on Route 9. Yeah. So he's trying. And, and right now he's working out of his home most, all but one day out of the week. So he's nice. he's telecommuting, but they they still need him. But uh, he's a nice guy, easy to talk to, and so we were we were talking about stuff and uh, yeah. So it was good. It was good for talk, and yeah. I didn't didn't buy anything, what? but it was good for talk, talk and food. So <laughs> and uh, so so that was that was uh, that was the fall near fest. Right. And, Next uh, one's in spring, which means yeah. you have to battle bugs. Yeah. And, and by the way, I didn't get lost at all. I think I've got well, the, <laughs> I think I got the, I got the uh the route down now. <laughs> After Remember how many right. near fest exactly. we how many years we were going? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, this was it's it hasn't well, it's been it's been been in Deerfield for quite some time now. Before it was actually you would have loved it when in the old place because it was up in uh Henniker. Oh, yeah, right yeah I know. It would have been like you know, fifteen minute drive, if that, for you. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I go right through Henniker to go to the grocery store. Yeah, so, but um, Deerfield's a lot bigger place. So, and uh, anyway, so that was that. And Michael, you're next. Yeah, you actually got me looking around because I should have a tube tester in here, and I'm trying to remember the last time I saw it. Really? <laughs> so if I can find it, I'll ship it to you. <laughs> I don't think I loaned it out to anybody. Because, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've got a box of tubes that I acquired from a guy in Misawa, and I actually shipped them here. And uh, and I've, I've been hanging on to You know, let's see. When did I leave Misawa? 1984. So, <laughs> yeah. and they've been just sitting in their boxes in this thing. So, yeah, it, uh, you know, it may still be down at the warehouse office I've got down in Wisconsin, but I'll make a point of looking for okay. it. Okay, if I've got it, I'll ship it to you. Uh, that would be so neat because I'd love just to test these things and make see see if they're they're still good and actually do kind of an inventory of what I've got and sell the ones you don't need because they're worth some coin. They could be, yeah, yeah. Um, I would just like to, you know. Actually, I said, you know, this, this. When I retire, which is coming up, that's going to be a project of mine to get this helicrafter working. I've got a, what is a helicrafter? Uh, it's right over here. Oh yeah. You got a couple. You got a couple of drones. Huh? You got a couple of drones. Yeah. I think it's a helicraft, helicrafter Sky Ranger. Yep. Oh, cool. So, and uh, I remember, I mean, that's what got me interested in amateur radio because my dad, I don't know where my dad got it from, 
but we used to... Oh, you're talking to your radio. I thought you were talking about your drones. Never mind. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the radio, the receiver. It's an yeah. HF receiver. And I remember as a kid, we used to tune around and listen to everything on it, the, on the HF band. <coughs> so... Um, I've got, wait a minute, excuse me, i got to go put my hockey helmet on and go lick a window. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> that was the South Park episode. <laughs> yeah, I saw <laughs> that one. <laughs> I think he was trying. Oh, no. He, I know. That, that was, was that the one he was trying to become a, uh, uh, um, a NASCAR race driver? I forget. There was one where he's trying to become a NASCAR race driver, and then the other one where he's trying to compete in the Special Olympics. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was Cartman, too. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, of course it was Cartman. <laughs> so, you, uh, that reminds me of that link. I sent you that one for Louis C.K. Uh, we I haven't out. had a chance to listen to it yet. Oh, go. my God. I, I've never really watched the guy. Mm-hmm. Ever. As a comedian, I saw a little bit of stuff. I thought, oh, well, you know, well, whatever, you know, it, it didn't strike me. And I guess, the, but then, you know, obviously his materials changed. But yeah, the the one clip, yeah, there was another one there where his parents sent him to a, a, a camp for retards. And they figured his parents were trying to tell him something. And because they just picked one arbitrarily out of a phone book to get rid of him for the summer. And <laughs> literally, I'm like, the way he told it, oh, my God. I was sitting in the car crying. Mm-hmm. It was so freaking funny. And I'm thinking of myself. <laughs> so, yeah, got you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Stupid move. So, Michael. Yeah, so we've been talking about, you know, heaters and change of seasons. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it snowed pretty good on my way back from shift on Thursday morning. I so, knew it was going to uh, start. I knew it was going to start. <laughs> yeah. So. The last two weeks now, it's been kind of cold in the morning getting up, and it's like, it's time for grits. Mm. So, <laughs> been cooking grits in the morning. Nice. Not, none of this none of this instant grits. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, the, the sound of instant grits just, if you don't cook grits right, there's no point in cooking grits. Oh, regu- <laughs> regular grits is good. 30 it's minutes. Grits. 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, like Joe Pesci said, how long does it take for water to be absorbed in a grit? You know, from uh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen that. Oh, the movie My Cousin Vinny. It was no. actually he was in court, and because they were trying to figure out this time frame thing, and it was based on the witness was saying, "Well, I started cooking my grits," and he looked at him and he looked at the judge and he goes, "Well, how long does it take for a particle of water to be soaked up by a grit?" He goes, 30 minutes. No proper Southerner would be caught dead eating instant grits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys. So, yep. The, I'm going to yes. let you guys continue the show here. I'm, uh, my blood sugar's crashing, so I have to run down and grab something. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Continue, yeah, please. I'll be back shortly as soon sure. as I grab a handful of Don't fall down the stairs. Okay. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, so the the furnace has been going, and the furnace here in the office has been going, and you got my attention with this uh, uh, quartz infrared heater. Yeah. I just did a quick uh, wiki on it, and those things are supposed to be 86% efficient for radiant yeah. heat. 
Yes, yes. I mean, honestly, I you know, you came to mind because, I mean, I, I was there in the man cave. And it was cool when Barry and I came up to visit, you know, it was, yep. well, it wasn't cool for you because you're used to living in the cold winter, uh, weather of Saskatchewan, whereas yes. me and Barry from New Hampshire don't get that crisp off, uh, the two giant lakes freezing coldness around here. And I thought, you know what? The new man cave, which is going upstairs is going to be bigger than the man cave yes. downstairs. And I thought. I actually said something to Debbie. I said, this thing would be perfect for heating. I mean, you could heat it up roasty, toasty, comfortable for pennies. And I, cause I know you have the propane heater there. And I often thought, but you always got to worry about running out of damn gas, you know, to watch the bottle, check the gauge, blah, 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 blah. This thing, plug it in. As long yeah. as you got power, it works. So I don't know. Yeah, I, The real question I, I'm, I mean, I, I would be interested in getting one, if for no other reason, as a backup for the house. Because mm -hmm. we, we're in a world of hurt if the furnace goes out in the house. Right. But uh, I'm real curious to see what happens as far as electrical usage for you, because we have some of the highest electrical rates around up here. Okay. So, I mean, it's a 1,500-watt heater, but the question is, how much does it run? Right. Well, he, there's. I was just looking at the LifeSmart, uh, the reviews. They have one which is called an eight-element extra-large room, which is bigger than the one I have. Mine's only a six-element. And I was mm -hmm. I went down to to see the reviews because I thought, you know, if we're going to get another one, we ought to get a bigger one. Bigger, yep. And uh, you know, because that because this one does a, a, a hum one sixteen forty-seven on Prime. Yes, one sixteen forty-seven. And if you go to, where, I just saw the reviews. Where the heck were they? A gentleman actually put his power electric usage before and after, and it also showed where he lived in the what part of the country. And I, for the life of me, are trying to find the reviews now. Uh, they have to click on the stars. I don't know. Here they are. Yeah, uh, five hundred sixty-four customer reviews. And when you click on that and scroll down to. Uh, let's see here. 500 watt room, da, 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 da. electric bill. Here you go. If you scroll down to the fourth review, it says the best part is that my highest electric bill was 180 bucks. It goes, this, this heater is the rock star of all heaters. Last year, our electric bill was $500 a month in the coldest months. Thanks in part to a cheaper oil based space heater. I bought this guy, this heater, in hopes that it would be more efficient, and boy, was I rewarded. We use it in the main part of our house, which is very open. So the more open, the harder it is to heat yep. to keep our oil furnace from turning on and running so frequently and overheating the bedrooms. This is quiet and it's, uh, it's quiet and efficient. It doesn't run constantly, but still keeps the temperature steady. The best part, my highest electric bill at the same time in those months was 180 bucks. Okay, well, five hundred bucks to one hundred and eighty bucks. Then I, the, the the review before for the fifteen hundred watt, they said now they were monitoring their thermostat to see if it's truly stayed seventy four degrees. Um, it's yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I know the very first one, the title, just one night. So in one night, it made a difference in their house. And it's like you know what? I I'm typically like I said, the world's biggest naysayer when it comes to. Oh yeah, this is the magic heater. This this is the magic bullet that's gonna save the day, and my electric's only gonna go up, uh, you know, twenty bucks and blah blah blah. 
and then I would call bullshit on it. And instead, you know, thank thank God for my wonderful wife who said, I've researched these. This is the one we want to go with. Bing, bang, boom, we pick it up. And I, I have absolute, I'm blown friggin' away at how well it works and how cheap. I'm looking forward to seeing what the, the electric is next month. I've calculated it out to be 30 bucks. I bet you it's going to be more like eight hmm. in electric usage. <laughs> And yet I'm not burning pellets. That's the that's the whole thing is I'm not filling in a 40-pound bag of pellets and running that pellet stove. It means I can really wait until it gets considerably colder before I have to fire the stove off. Well, nice. As I said, I'm, I'm interested in getting one of these as a backup for the house, just if nothing else for a backup. Yeah, yeah. If the now main got, heat fails, you got something to keep yourselves warm. Yeah, I've got a really old old big heavy oil filled heater uh-huh. that that is efficient if i could find it the new ones are really light duty type things uh-huh. i have one this old this old one i will be sorry when it goes because i barely notice any difference in the electric bill when we use it uh-huh. but it's enough it's enough to heat the bedroom really comfortably all by itself and when right. the furnace goes out we put it in the living room and it keeps the house in the mid to upper 40s all by itself Right, which isn't bad considering the winters we have here. The but winters it's in the mid to upper forties. Even, even, even you know, even for us, that's a little bit on the right. cool side. You, you'd be a lot happier if kept it the mid sixties. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It you know keeps things from freezing. But right. uh, I would like to have something else as a, as a backup. Yep. Yep. I, so I'll cool, um, uh, guys. I I've I I am sold. I am sold on it to the point where. On Amazon too. Now I'm looking at the eight element one, and it's only like twenty dollars more. Hmm. So it's like, okay, I'll get it. Uh, the next one we buy, we'll buy an eight element, and then I have this six element, and it'll probably uh, more than do the whole house. I'm back. By I'm, the way. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, you okay. in away there. We're just letting you eat. <laughs> yeah, chip away at the chocolate. No, it's a ginger cookie and a handful of candy corn. Tis the season. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just the season. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, Charlie Brown uh, Halloween special is on next Wednesday. Fiftieth anniversary. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the commercial, Barry, I thought of you because you said I never miss it. Well, I've never um, miss. I've missed Charlie Brown, unfortunately, but I, I've not many. Maybe once, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I've never missed Rudolph. Gotcha. Uh, Rudolph's the one. But, uh, I'm actually really looking forward to Thanksgiving this year. Don't ask me why. I know it's premature. We haven't even gotten Halloween, which is one of my favorite holidays. I love uh, Debbie and I have been doing nothing but uh, we're uh, uh, marathoning horror films. You know, the uh, <laughs> at night, you know, mm-hmm. between Netflix and Amazon Prime or Amazon and uh, Stars, we've been doing uh, the uh, old school horror films. A lot of them. The uh, what the hell is the House of Horrors? I'm trying to think of the first name of it. Not Amityville. Um, um, it, the one with some, Jason? No, no. no oh. it's, it's a series uh, uh, that it always they do the old B horror films. It's the uh, mm. oh son of a bitch. You know what? Oh, the oh, that's got to be the medication. Get you foggy headed. I can't remember jack shit. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I wanna, it'll come back to me, I'm sure. And granted, it'll be tomorrow, but like a hosted it, series. 
Yeah, it like a hosted series. It's the in, in the Midwest we had Sven, we had Svenguli. What? But it's the Hammer House of Horrors. H A M E R. Hammer House of Horrors. It's a uh, a series where you can have all the Vincent Price and uh, um, I almost said Peter Dinklage, but that's that's Game of Thrones. Okay, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'll just quit now while I'm ahead because obviously I'm mixing everything up. Uh, yeah, it must be the rum. Okay. Well, you know, <clears throat> the next thing is breaking news, and I'm I'm. Uh, we're going to cover the the breaking news I'm interested in the Samsung thing in Geek Corner, and the rest of it's political, and I'm really tired of it. <laughs> I really am. Um, I'm more tired of how the press is no longer the press. You know, it's it's really it's I mean. Plus four years. <laughs> It really just, just as crooked as ever. Yeah, I mean, and they're just blatant this year, of showing mm-hmm. how they're they're not fair. They're not unbiased. So I don't. Wa- I, honestly, I won't watch any. I, I watch as little news as possible when I do. I turn on Fox, which right. they're no better than anybody else. But I'll watch yeah. Fox News, find out what's happening locally, turn it off. I try to get most of my news off the net of the internet now because at least I can, you know decide uh, whether I think they're they're actually giving the news and stuff. And I'm not even talking about just politics. I'm just, you know, I really am starting to do an adjective count (laughs) (laughs) on how the news reports news. And it's like, wow, 90% of what they consider news is opinion. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, you know. I don't know. I like to listen to No Agenda because they dissect the news and show you how what news organizations are doing. And before it was kind of hard to pick out, but now this year it's just so blatant what they're doing and what they cover and don't cover. And mm-hmm. you know, it's just I don't know. I'm I'm very disgusted with the whole thing. Right. And um, the whole the whole election cycle because I really think it's breads and circus. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you vote or who you want to vote for. It's already been decided. It has. By it, the it, golden rule. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tri- the triumvirate have already decided who's going yeah. to be their next puppet, so don't get so worked up about it. Yeah. Sorry, but that's just... That's the way I see it. I mean, it doesn't matter because even if somebody, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what office they're going for. I've seen it in multiple offices, local offices, uh, you know, state offices, um, mm-hmm. things. It's just like, oh, well, you know what? If you win by some miracle because uh, we didn't pick you, um, we're going to find something wrong with you after the fact. Uh-huh. And uh, get rid of you and get the person we want in there. So, right. Yeah, it's it's depressing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so, I'll still vote. Oh, of course. Yeah, just, so will I. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I am so, so sick of the ads. And, and, and not so much even the, um, the, uh, um, the candidates' ads. It's it's the pack 
ads that are mm, really they're the best. Hard. Oh, they're, oh, they're awesome. Yeah, and 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 they're just nonstop, and I'm like, ah, even nonstop. even ones I even ones I I may agree with. I just it's too much. Stop, people. Let's become <laughs> rationalized human beings again. No, that ship sailed, my yeah. friend. Yeah, shipped long ago. It's just. It's just horrible. Okay, that's my broken news. I'm not even going to play the theme because it's like, I'm just disgusted with all news outlets <laughs> right now. <laughs> I really am. So let's let's get into what we're interested in. Really interested in is Geek Corner right now. Alright, and we're going to start off again. We've already talked about it a little bit, but as we all know, the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Bye-bye! It's no more. Yep. And Samsung still doesn't know what the hell's wrong with it. And I can tell them. You take a lithium-ion battery and squeeze it down into this little space because oh. we want to make the phone extra thin. Because thin is cool for some reason. Yeah. It may start things, to, you know, you blow on it and the thing's going to catch on fire. It may start to heat up. Yeah. Just, saying. just, you know, because, you know, it's already got pressures on it and then, you know... You stick it in a pocket and you put a little more pressure on it. You're going to wear it. And there's, you know, the anode and the cathode or whatever are going to eventually meet. And that's not good. So it's like, make them bigger, people. Give them some air to breathe. Well, that might be a bad thing if they catch on fire. No. Yeah. (laughs) Don't cross the streams. Yeah. Never cross the streams. I'm really upset about it because... I did look into these phones, and I was researching, and I really wanted a Note 7. I thought it was Uh really cool. It it had some really cool features. And, uh, but alas. They didn't have this problem with the Note 5, though, did they, at all? No, no, there's no problem. There's no problem with the the, uh, Galaxy S7 Edge, which is the one I ended up with. Um, And and it's, it's pretty much the same damn phone without the pen. Um, so they had to make some room for the pen you know to slide into the body and stuff so that's where i think they probably i don't know you know they're they're trying to and i guess what's frustrating with um that i've heard with samsung is they can't reproduce it in the lab it's just happening out in the real world and it's very frustrating because they don't know what the hell is wrong with it they thought they had it and uh-huh. then, but it's not so um you know. Well, the first thing they have to do is they have to park a Jeep in the lab. Then they have to plug <laughs> their phone into the cigarette lighter. Yeah, I guess it's called the, the accessory port. Fuck that. I, you know what? I'm old school. It's the cigarette lighter. Yeah, the cigarette lighter. And well, I gotta tell you to something. Go- I'm going to interrupt you here real quick. You know, at, yeah. at, at, at the Hamfest, there was a box, and I looked into it, and I was picking up the sash. What the? I have like, oh, look. It's a cigarette lighter that fits in your auxiliary power port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody was selling them. <laughs> yeah, the actual cigarette lighter that will light, I don't know, a cigarette or a cigar. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Or fuses and fireworks are really good for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuses on fire. That would work awesome. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, <laughs> so that's to reproduce it. One, they have to have a Jeep parked in their lab. Yeah. Two, they have to have a guy who's got really sweaty legs who keeps it in his pocket. Yeah. Charging yeah. off of a Mophie case. Right. Yeah. To be able to reproduce that. Now, granted, he may get some minor upper thigh singeing, <laughs> but they would be able to reproduce what's happening. And not one of those phones exploded, people. They caught they on fire. They burst into flames. <laughs> they That's they all. burst into flames. It wasn't an explosion. There was no shrapnel. <laughs> not if you don't. Not if you watch the news, sir. But you, you can watch get, the news. They go. They go off just like Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes into, and I'll let Michael talk now because <clears throat> he put it in a topic, and I threw it right in here. Go ahead, Michael. So. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to do this, and sure enough, there is a GTA mod that adds the Galaxy Note 7 as a weapon. Nice! <laughs> and there, there's actually, if you look at the show notes, there's a link to a YouTube video segment on it. And and it's a huge, you guys throwing them like hand grenades, and they're huge explosions. <laughs> Oh my God! That oh, would be so cool. I got that game too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just—it it, it actually, you can see it. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, and you know, we were—I just, was just talking about the the news and the press and everything, and it's like, I think it's just as bad with these things. You know, there's a problem, yes, and it should be pointed out. But really, I mean, story after story after story, I really lost of um a lot of respect for some a lot of the tech um pages because it's like you guys aren't you are not journalists you do not report the story if you're a true journalist you report the story report the facts with minimal adjectives and adverbs and then if you want to do an opinion afterwards then go ahead and do an opinion and mark it this is opinion uh-huh. but you know uh it's just incredible i mean i don't know if i told it last time but when they were replacing the phones a couple of the people that are closer websites that were closer to journalists said samsung has uh so far replaced a million phones you know note seven phones and there was one it was the verge i believe their headline was samsung only uh, uh replaces a million note sevens so far mm-hmm. right, right. that one word tells you everything it's like hmm wonder what side they're on you know yeah wonder wonder what they think about samsung you know one word did it so it's important to pay attention to that stuff um because it uh, i don't know it's just i'm really really hypersensitive to it now and i'm, I'm every story i read now it's like yeah, almost to the point where I'd like to take stories and rewrite them and repost them, you know, mm-hmm. just just by taking out the adverbs and adjectives and things like that, just reporting the facts and see see the difference between a story that just reports the facts and what we normally get in in the press today from from journalists today. Mm-hmm. You can't tell by <laughs> So, huh? 
usually can't spell. Oh, and they leave words out and everything else because they're too busy trying to type as fast as they can to get it out first. You know, so anyway, so so Samsung finally um, decided, yeah, we're giving up on this thing. Um, you know, after the, the which we talked about, uh, one of the uh, replacement phones caught fire actually on a runway in a southwest uh, plane, and they had to put it out. They had to evacuate the plane, and uh, so then Samsung started to try to investigate that and I guess there was about three or four more incidents where replacement phones were starting to catch on fire so and with the press having a frenzy and going after anything Samsung because now we have exploding Samsung washing machines based on one story by the way uh, <laughs> we don't know any of the details of it but it sounds like you know some some of the press it's like oh if it's got the name Samsung on it it's a weapon yeah. Oh, you're not loud, really. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, so that happened. So they decided to do the total recall, and they're doing that, and they're trying to be careful because those lithium batteries, especially if there's something wrong with them, um, yeah, you can't fly them back because they're they're not allowed on airplanes. And and actually, was it today? Today, I think the DOT or yesterday, maybe the DOT came out and basically said. No Note Sevens on any aircraft. You can be fined if you take a Note Seven on an aircraft. So, oh. and there's a lot of people that have Note Sevens that are working perfectly fine. They're saying, "I don't want to turn it in. I love this phone." Right. But uh, they're going to have to. Unfortunately, they're going to have to to turn it in. <clears throat> and um, yep. So that's that's the Samsung thing Saga. that's going on. Yeah. And, uh, but meanwhile, well, Toyota, Toyota went to it a couple of years ago with the brakes. Yeah. Yep. And everybody's wondering, will Samsung survive? Yes, they're going to survive. They're a multi-billion dollar company. This is only one division. And even mm -hmm. this division is going to, is going to survive. You know, yeah, they, they may have to call the note a different name, or if they bring it back, they're going to have to really, really have a good, you know, advertising campaign. Flamethrower 5,000. <laughs> but I got to say that I'm finding my Samsung S7 Edge to be a, a very nice phone. And, um, and and there's there's good things and there's some bad things about it. Um, mm -hmm. I, the good things are it's quick, it's fast, it's got a beautiful display on it. Matter of fact, the display... I, I I said, look, I can't see the pixels on an iPhone, but something about the OLED screen does not give me any kind of um, gorgeous eye, eye fatigue at all. And I, yep. I, the only thing I can think about is is, is because of the differences in the uh, contrast, you know, because you can get you can get pure black on an o OLED screen, and I'm thinking the differences. I mean, I can sit there and stare at this thing for hours. And my eyes don't get tired whatsoever, and I can read very small, fine prints. So I, I think it's, it has something to do with the contrast. I don't know, but it's a, it is a gorgeous screen. Um, my only problem is it does everything my iPhone six did, mm -hmm. uh, except everything's in a different place. So yeah, yeah mu muscle memory has to be 
re retaught, <laughs> relearned, I guess. And uh, um, the other thing I noticed right away is, and I think, and and this I looked into because with the Samsung, I was watching the battery and it would start dropping right away, and it concerned me. I said, "Oh man, is this is this phone not going to last as long as you know my old iPhone 6? Mm-hmm. And I've I noticed one thing with it. it. It it in the beginning it starts dropping, but then it gets down to like sixty fifty percent, and then it starts to slow down, and it kind of hangs there. And mm-hmm. the last half seems to go much much slower, whereas opposed to the iPhone, what I noticed was it stays up around a hundred, and then it slowly goes down till it hits. Like forty or thirty-five, I think was the magic it just drops thing. Out. As soon as it hits thirty-five, it's like, okay, I got like five minutes before this thing's gonna shut off on me. So, whereas you know, on the Galaxy, you you could sit at thirty-five percent for a long time. So I, it must be the algorithm what they're doing to measure the the batteries. Maybe it's yeah. their battery management. Um, that, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it, it, they seem to last about the same amount of time so one of the features i love which i haven't uh, played with too much i haven't had a chance really to play with this phone that much even though i've had it for a week now Uh but i like the split screen option which you can run two things at the same time uh on the on the screen um instead of flipping back and forth on things uh, let's see, what else do I have? I think their thumb, uh, s- s- the thumbprint, the thumb reader, yeah. is just as good as um, uh, uh, Apple. Matter of fact, it might be even actually a little faster because I can come up to my Samsung and I can press the home key and it unlocks the phone and lets me in right away um, without any kind of delay. Now, I gotta say... Um, since they came out with iOS 10, I'm mm-hmm. not real thrilled with the way the oh, thumb reader works. Because it's like, okay, do I have to press the button or don't I have to press the button? That was now, a colossal mistake. Now, it works fine if you have an iPhone 7, and that's what it's for. Because I got to play with an iPhone 7, and you know mm-hmm. it doesn't really have a real home button anymore. It's uh, touch-sensitive, and it... It it sends uh which we call it um what do you call it uh, Michael tell help me haptic feedback optic yeah. haptic haptic <laughs> yeah. yeah haptic feedback uh back and it, it, you know you I can see you get used to that real fast um but um yeah this one works great um I I like the always on display mm-hmm. which uh, mine has which shows me the time. And battery percentage and the date. And I found out something about that. If you put it in a dark, like your pants pocket, Mm -hmm. even that turns off until you pop it out again. Yes. And then it'll come back on. But um, that's a nice feature. Um, I found replacements or or the same apps that I have. And you know me, I've got like, you know, 250 apps uh, on my phone at one time. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I found replacement, not replacements, but actually I've got, I found the same maps. Now, some of the apps act a little different. Like, um, 
I'm using back to pocket casts and uh okay and that works fine it's pretty much yep. identical except for one thing uh one and I think this is an android problem um when you watch videos I like to, as everybody knows I like to listen to podcasts at 1.5 times the speed okay right and that works fine but I used to also watch my video podcasts with that because most of them are just talking heads you know tech ones and stuff so you don't notice the video actually running faster but um yeah that's not available on the android version of pocket cast you can't speed up the audio ones and that's kind of annoying because i get through a lot of podcasts doing it at one wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute minute. you said you can't speed up the, the audio you can't speed up the audio video the video on video ones you can't speed them up. You can on the iPhone on the iOS version of it. You can speed it up. Gotcha. Because you guys got me using Pocket uh, Pocket Cast and yeah. I the audio ones. Mistake. Yeah, you could speed them up because yeah. you guys were talking fast. I was listening to one of ours and I'm like, why does everybody sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks? <laughs> well, you know what? When you get used to listening to all the podcasts like that, and then like I'm forced to listen to the um, video cast at normal speed now, I'm like. All the people seem to be talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just what you get used to. Um, so I should have a better. Oh, and and by the way, I can use my earbuds with it and still charge oh, yeah. the phone simultaneously. Uh huh. Um, that that works. I'm getting used to uh, sliding down to see um, all the notifications. Because yeah. um, they don't pop up anywhere. You gotta slide down to see them all. But you can make them pop up. Can you? Yep. Huh. I'll have to look into that. So, but uh, yep. Uh, let's see. What else? Anything else? Uh, Verizon seems to be working okay. I'm not having any issues with them. I guess the one thing I've noticed with with the Android phone and the and, and the fast phone is you can you can really and and Joel you've said this before you can really manipulate this phone and and set it up exactly the way you want it yep. to work um, and features and things like that and you can turn certain other you know pretty much anything off yeah um, it's just it's working. It's fast. I haven't had any scrolling problems. There's no hesitation whatsoever. Nope. Um, this one only came with 32 gigs internal, but I currently have a 64 gig card put in. I'm having uh-huh. no issues with that. Um, I I'm, Samsung was giving away. I, I filled out my forms. Um, I chose. Uh, they were giving away either one of the VR things or a yeah. 256 gig card yeah and i chose the sd card because yeah. the vr thing i said oh yeah i'll use that exactly twice i'll look into it and say <laughs> wow this is really cool this is so fantastic and then it's gonna go it's like you know 3d sure. three my 3d television yeah you know, i think we watch maybe one 3d movie a year on it Otherwise, the glasses just sit in a drawer. Yep. So I opted to get the memory. So yeah, 
we're waiting for those to come in. But meanwhile, I got a couple uh, 64 gig ones. That I throw in Anne Marie's phone and my phone, and um, you know, all the uh, all my pictures go there. Everything, the camera, camera. I got to finally play with that a little bit. That is, I, they've got some pretty neat the modes. If you start playing yeah. with the modes, first the, the pictures are sharp. They're they're clear. They're sharp. Um, but there are some cool modes. They have um, a panoramic thing that's real easy to take a picture um, to do. They have one that's, um, uh, what do they call it? It's like a 360 yep. thing. Where you, and, and what you do is you take you start it and you line up. There's a cert, You see a dot come around and you line it up and you get it into the circle. And then the, the camera or the phone automatically takes the picture. And then you move to the next one. As soon as you get the dot in the circle, it takes a picture. Mm-hmm. And it's not just going across. It, you, know, you go up and down. You can do a complete 360 thing with the phone. And then uh, it, on the phone, I haven't experimented what you can do with it. Like if you put it up on Facebook. But on the phone, you can um, press a thing like a, it's a movie. And it'll spin slowly spin it around and show you everything like a movie. But then you can stop that. And then if you just move the camera around, yeah, it, it moves the picture with the motion sensors in your camera. And you can look up and you can, you know, the picture goes up, you look down, you're looking at the ground, you know, you can spin around with the phone and it spins around the picture. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so, A lot of neat features. Yeah. And I, I, I just started playing with the, the modes on there. And now tonight the moon was coming up over the mountain range in the back. And it was big, and I went out there, and of course, I an auto was phone. I went to snap a picture, and of course, the moon's super bright, and uh, so you can't see any details of the moon. Well, I threw it into manual mode, and uh, I was able to adjust the uh, the uh, aperture down so you could actually see the details of the moon and everything coming up over the thing. And I said, "Wow!" I said I was impressed by the manual operation. Of the of the uh, camera too, isn't tonight uh, uh, a super it's a moon? super moon? I think yeah, mm-hmm. I, it looked like a super moon when it was coming up. It's either tonight or tomorrow night. I forget when the full moon is. It might be tonight. I'm checking right now. Here. Yeah, uh, super moon 2016 hunters moon to rise this weekend. Yeah. Uh, how to see the hunters super moon this weekend? This weekend, talk to me. Hmm. Uh, this October, the full moon will be at its closest approach to Earth on the 16th, making for a spectacular lunar event. Uh, the October full moon kicks off the first of three supermoons happening in 2016. Uh, Sky Watchers, the like gearing up for Super Size Moon, Sunday, October 16th. Okay, yeah, I didn't know whether, because last night I was looking at it, and it didn't look like it was a full moon yet, and uh, tonight it looks fuller, obviously, (laughs) but I didn't know whether tonight was the full moon or it's probably tomorrow night, so, yeah, Um, so so anyway, that's, that's so far my review of the Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, and, uh, oh, and the Edge thing, too, I, you know, that's kind of a gimmick, but it is nice that it's it's there. You got to be careful. I got to I got to the thing is too damn skinny like any other new phone. So I got a new case. I I got a case for it 
It's yep. got a little kickstand on the back, and it, it just allows me to grab it. It feels like when I was using my iPhone with this case on it, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's really nice. The Edge thing, the difference between my wife's S7 and this S7 Edge is they have little things that you can um, menus that you can slide over from the edge, and it'll open up, and they're like quick access menus that you can. Mm-hmm put different things in that you use all the time. Right. So, now, Verizon, I mean, they have the text are, are for your phone voicemail. They have it so that it shows up. But Verizon, it's probably going to cost money. I don't know. Um, they actually have another feature, basically, that uh, it will not only get your voicemail and you can listen to it on the phone by pressing a button, but they will also interpret what was said and so far, it's been dead on, as opposed to like what they. I my work at work, we have that feature, and it's fun to read those because every other word is wrong. I've gotten like three voicemails, and it's been dead on. They they're, they're able to uh, get perfect, so you can sit there and read your voicemail. Right. You, you don't even have to um, listen to it if you don't want to. So. Uh-huh. I think that's a Verizon feature, though. Yeah, I know the Samsung Galaxy S5 has that feature, and yeah. it's a Samsung feature. Oh, is it? Yep, it's built okay. there, I got the same thing on mine. Because I think Verizon charges for that feature. It's like a a pro version or whatever they call it, you know, mm-hmm. feature. I don't know. I, I have to look into it more. I just, I turned it on to see what it was like. So, but, Okay. That's it for now. I'm sure I'll have more news in the future when I find out. Oh, it does this too. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You find yourself doing that a lot going, oh, yeah. man, that's cool. I didn't know it could do that. Yeah. And you watch a ton, a ton of YouTube videos on how to, and then this, how to that, how to yeah. manipulate this. how to, And you're like, whoa, that's cool. And Yeah, I mean, the next thing I'm going to do with mine, I'm going to root my phone. Are you? I am going to root. I'm going to root my phone, and then from there, because the one thing I'm really kind of disappointed with, matter of fact, the only real thing I'm disappointed with um, is that the volume doesn't get loud enough with the speaker in the back of the Galaxy S5. Hmm. Now, I got this extra thick case on mine because yeah. I've got, it doubles the battery, my Unu case. Yeah. So that case right here has a second battery. I forgot to plug my phone in for three days, and I use my phone heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it lasted three days. I watch YouTube videos on it constantly and listen to music and everything else. Pandora, and uh, and there is someone who wrote an app that if oh, for rooted phones that you can boost the volume on it hmm. uh, by I think it's another thirty percent. Oh wow! So, but That's I'm cool. like, yeah, you know what? I think I might just root my phone. Why the hell not? Yeah, yeah. You just got with Samsungs. I think you have to be a little careful. Because you might disable some stuff too. Yeah, it, 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 they, they always give you. Yeah, they give you that warning. You know, this will, yeah. could disable your Samsung feature. Um, ties your shoes and blows your nose. Well, I don't use that anyway. <laughs> but now I can really manipulate the stuff that I want to manipulate. Yeah. Um. So, and I haven't done any of the power saving stuff like you did. Um, I could go in there and do that, but right now I'm just. Enjoying the phone the way it is raw. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. 
Actually, good. mine's not power saving mode. I said I put mine in beast mode. Yeah, beast mode. That's what I meant. You can go in or and turn a lot of stuff smart. off. Um, like, you know, my my always-on display, if I turned that off, it would save some battery life. But you know what? I kind of like the always-on display. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll see. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it so far. We'll see. It's still an experiment. We'll see if I yeah, feel the same way in six months. I have a whole new respect for them. I'll say yeah, that. they've gotten a lot better than they used to be. Yeah. So. And I love, for me, I'm jumping on your bandwagon. I love the size of the screen on the S5. Mm-hmm. 5.1 inches. And the phone is wider and bigger. Mm. But not, I mean, I picked up my old Apple iPhone 5S and it felt like there was nothing. And that's with the Mophie case on it. It was too thin, mm-hmm. and the screen's too effing small. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's hard to read because the screen's so small. This screen, it's like I could watch a video in you know 4K on this thing all day long. Yeah, because it's that much larger. The screen's that much sharper. The pictures and the blacks are blacks. I, I was I used to think that was a bunch of hoo ha, but I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I I was saying to uh, to Debbie and a buddy of mine, like if I ever went. And said, "No, I'm going to go back on the Apple uh, bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I cannot, cannot have a phone with a screen smaller than 5.1 inches. I yeah. won't do it." Yeah, this one, the 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 Edge is actually a 5.5, which is the exact same size as my six, six plus. plus. Okay, except I took this thing and I dropped it on top of my six plus, and it actually fits inside the 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 phone. Yeah, you know, like, when it sits on top of it because they just have less edge all mm-hmm. around on it. And uh, so it fits in my hand. It's it's a lot more comfortable because it's uh, just yep. a little bit smaller. Not much, but a little just bit smaller. The, just the right amount. <laughs> right. So I can I can manipulate the screen better with my thumb and and everything. So but but you know, to be fair, Apple's going to this next year. So, you know, with the uh, iPhone X, as some people are calling it now, the anniversary phone, they're they're gonna they're basically gonna look like this. Yeah, because so. it's a smart, it's the it's a perfect form function. Right. Yeah. So, uh, phone calls have been crystal clear with it. Um, haven't had any issues. The, the, the first phone call I took. <laughs> Emery yeah. called me. I was in the car. I was hooked up to Bluetooth. The phone call came in. A menu popped down. And I said, crap, I'm on Bluetooth. I don't know how to switch it. Um, and so I basically hit the green telephone thing. Yeah. And I, I told her, I said, I can't hear you. I don't know how to switch it to the right speakers because I'm not familiar with the the pull-down menu, or the menu that pops up, and I'm driving. <laughs> so, so, basically, I'll call you back when I can pull over and, and figure this out. All right. So, and, and that's just familiarity. I just, you know, with... Yeah, there's again, a setting in there. It'll auto-detect. If you've got Bluetooth on, it'll bump at the Bluetooth. Yeah. If you've got the phone pressed next to your head... It'll switch it there, and if you pull it away from your head, it'll yeah. switch the speaker. That's all. I got mine set up. Well, there's one thing I meant. To, I forgot to talk about this. This was a little interesting. It scared me at first. You know, the Grom 
that I put in the car, the Bluetooth uh-huh. thing. Well, first time I got in the car and I'm going to work, and I connect it up. It connects up to the Bluetooth, and I'm listening to the podcast, and they all sound like they're AM radio. I said, crap, that sounds terrible. What the hell's going on? Because all the other Bluetooth stuff, it sounded great. And so, you know, I'm freaking out because all the way to work, I'm listening to AM radio, basically, sound quality. And then I looked it up, and it's like, oh, no, some of them, there's a setting in there. Some of them, um, they have what they call the phone setting. Yep. Which I guess they reduce the bandwidth for the audio so they can do the 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 microphone, the transmit side too. And and then they also have media play setting. Mm-hmm. So I went in and found out I, I I set it to media play. Because apparently when you have both of them set on the Grom mm-hmm. the phone defaults to the the telephone connection, which right. makes it sound like AM radio. So I got to figure that out because I really want both of those on and it to select the right one. Uh-huh. Because if the phone does ring, I want to be able to use the Bluetooth. Yeah, part of it. But uh, so I have to investigate that. It might be just a matter of I don't know. I have to investigate that. Thanks. Finding the right setting yeah. somewhere, whatever whatever sub menu it's in. Yeah, right now I just got it set to media only because that's you know that's what I want in the car and it sounds sounds great. So okay, that's it. That's what I got so far with my my new phone. I'm I'm kind of liking it now. We'll see whether that that like it's my new precious. My precious. <laughs> and. Uh, We'll see. We'll see if that uh, love lasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Where are we? We're down to Michael. Michael, are you still awake? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> been listening along. Okay. So it's, this is a geek quarter item, but it's 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 low tech. Okay. Is low tech geek to protect the high tech geek? <laughs> but uh, my uh, almost eleven year old by like a month. Uh, Swiss gear backpack has finally totally bit the dust. The zippers are opening without being zipped, you know, after without unzipping them, they're opening. And, but 11 years, 11 years of EMT, EMT specialist, paramedic schooling, uh, literally thousands of service trips out into the woods in all weather all temperatures, um, it was time. Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, I started looking around at the stores here to see what was around. I just didn't see anything I liked. Everything is, well, first of all, everything's like 50 bucks. And I'm like, right. well, you know, I've been for bowls like every school year, every year. And they're okay. They're good. But they're not, they're not what I'm used to for that Swiss gear backpack. Right. The backpack with so many pockets that there was stuff I hadn't seen in years when I, when I unloaded it. But uh, so I finally decided that I wasn't going to find what I wanted local. And I went online, went on to Amazon and I started looking. And uh, like three or four pages into it, lo and behold, I found that they still make the backpack that I bought 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Really? Like changes on the inside, but it's the same backpack. Mm-hmm. And it also turns out that there's two different manufacturers of Swiss gear. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Didn't know that. They, there, there's two manufacturers that actually can market under the Swiss Gear name. And the one that my backpack came from was a little more on the expensive side. And if I remember right, I, it's been a while. It was a different lifetime. But I seem to remember, uh, this is when I got my Swiss Gear backpack 11 years ago. That was kind of a new thing back then to have a computer backpack. Uh-huh. Everybody was still carrying around those Targus bags. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and I think I spent somewhere somewhere between $150 and $200 in this backpack. It was yeah. pretty pricey back then. But I have certainly gotten my money's worth out of it. And I was pleasantly surprised to find out that uh, the version today is 80 bucks, including shipping. Nice. So, and I'm like, I, and I kind of went back and forth. And I was like, you know, oh, geez, you know, oh, I'd like to get this. And Chris is like, it's been 11 years. Pay the $80. Order it. You need a backpack. <laughs> That's yeah. less than $8 a year. <laughs> Yeah, the the, uh, the voice of reason. <laughs> so I go ahead and order it. Bam. And the first thing I notice is that I get charged immediately. I, I'm not used to I'm used to getting charged when you know when the shipping notice comes out, but I get charged immediately. Right. And I'm like, oh, geez, that's a little different. But okay, fine. Maybe it's going through the fulfillment center right away. And I check it the next morning because I hadn't normally I get a confirmation of you know purchase email and everything from Amazon. And no, so I look up the status. He goes, "We're determining the best way to ship your package to you, and we'll send you a confirmation email once we ship it." And I'm like, "Well, I'm you know I'm on the free five business day shipping. You're gonna have to get with it." Same message on Friday. Same message on Saturday. No sign that it's actually shipped, but they've charged me for it. Hmm. So now I write an email to the the seller, and. To their credit, the seller got back to me. It was like Saturday evening I sent that email and thinking they'd get back to me one day. Well, the seller got back to me at 8.30 Saturday evening saying, we're so sorry you're having problems, but we have nothing to do with the shipping of this. This is fulfilled by Amazon, and here's their 800 number, and and, uh, let us know if there's a problem, but it's out of our hands, Uh officially anyhow. So Monday morning, I call up Amazon, and uh, I won't turn this into another shaggy dog story other than <laughs> it could have been another Doug versus his phone uh, conversation. Oh. They, <laughs> just just not because of the person on the other end at Amazon. She was fantastic. But somehow their computer system screwed up, and my package got hung up between being put in a box and getting shipped. She couldn't cancel it. She couldn't reorder it because it was too far along in the shipping process, but she couldn't. And nothing, half an hour on the phone, nothing would let her even get a status of what the problem was. And she finally, and I called during lunch hour on Monday, and I finally said, you know, I got to get back to work. She goes, I will follow up on this personally after the phone call. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. Well, two hours later, I get a message from Amazon saying that it'll be here in two days. Wow. And it wow. was. So, so there was a little bit. So the, they found it. They expedited it. To their credit, they got it here. Bam. Right away. Um, and sure enough, exterior-wise, it looks exactly the same, except new. <laughs> as my old backpack. There's a couple of revisions and, like, the little pen and pocket stuff um, inside organizers. Yeah. But I'm loving it. Um, I'm going to be retired. Probably. For- when this one wears out, <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember when we came up, but I I too have one of those bags, 
And, oh, you do? Uh, yes. And uh, remember, we almost got them mixed up. In, oh, in, right. At, yeah. At the uh, at uh, Studio V. And um, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but uh, I'm still using mine, but it hasn't been quite through the same amount of stress as yours has. <laughs> So, yeah, mine's been on the back of cross, you know, I mean, yeah. cross country skiing and snow. He's been strapped to the back of snowmobiles, and it's been through a lot. <laughs> now, mine's literally been all over the world, but mostly sitting in the overhead compartment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's my it's my go bag for for all electronics and stuff like that, and it has. I'm I'm thinking about replacing it also, and the only one I would consider replacing it um other than itself again was the one like joel had he has a the, the husky bag that's that's a but they don't make it anymore well i'm looking at right now the husky 18 yeah. inch backpack model yeah. 58597n11 hmm. for home depot and uh is it if back? you go to well, that's what I'm starting to think. Is I'm, it actually says uh, go to website? So let's take a look. Visit the page. Yeah. Because I like this backpack so freaking much. I, it's the only one I'd ever buy again. I mean, this thing takes one hell of a beating. I mean, I'm hard on my tools. I'm very hard on my tools. Mm-hmm. And uh, where the hell is it? At Home Depot. I'm clicking on it. But the link's not taking me somewhere, so maybe not. Hmm. I, I know I asked about it after you got yours, and you were talking about it, and they they said, yeah, I, we're not getting them anymore. So whether it was discontinued or what, the guy couldn't tell me. But, you know, barring that, um, you know, I would go back in a harp. I'm glad to hear, Michael, that they're still making the exact same backpack because, you know, when it comes time, and that time may be soon... Um, I'm. I'll, I'll go ahead and get another Swiss Army knife one. <laughs> Swiss Swiss bag. Um, mine. Mine. You can't tell it's a Swiss bag anymore because I lost the little emblem. <laughs> oh, on the back. <laughs> but uh, and the, some of the clips are broken now. Um, that you know the clips that go around your stomach and stuff. If you actually put it on yep. to hike somewhere, yeah, those things. Uh, that was mostly, I think, coming in and out of the locker. I I stored in, you know, on a day to day basis. <clears throat> hey Barry. Yeah. HomeDepot.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll send you the rest of the link, but it's backslash p backslash husky dash eighteen dash in dash backpack. Okay. Sixty nine dollars. They are not sold in stores, but you can order it on HomeDepot.com. Well, I will have to take that and take a look at that and compare it with the. Swiss one, and then see which which one I want to go with because um, both That's of those. impressive. I'll yeah. say, I'm looking at the same link there, Joel. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that I have, yeah. which has 147,611 pockets. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I've actually lost stuff in there. It's got so yeah. many pockets. And Michael, to tell you, I think mine wasn't as old as yours, so I got a little bit after you got yours, maybe a couple of years. And I think I paid like ninety five dollars for mine at Staples. Yeah. I, I found for a while it at Staples. Radio- it's Staples. Okay, actually, yeah. that's where I got mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And for a while, I actually Jack was saying, but theirs was a cost reduced version. It didn't. I, I don't know where we got theirs. 
Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm killing my video, Michael, because like, you're Cyloning on my side. Oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Killed with some of the bandwidth. Um, you were Cyloning to you there, uh, Joel? Yeah, you were. Okay. How about now? Nope. Oh. Crystal clear. Okay. All right. Well, there are 14 gajillion leaf peepers in town, plus the <laughs> rally racers. The uh, LSPR uh, rally is in the Keweenaw this weekend, too. So, And... Uh, yeah, everything's full. Everything's packed. Well, send me the definitely the last send week, me yeah. the link, Joel, because uh, I'll, I will check that out. I can't I can't do it right now. I got too many things up on screens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. I would have been tempted, Joel. I'm looking at it now. I remember you guys talking about it, and then I could never find one. Mm-hmm. Yep, they were hard as hell to find, and I bought mine off of a guy literally that I worked with. He bought two of them. And he's like, this is the one that's going to last me for freaking ever. And I got this other bag here. And he goes, uh, and I know you carry a backpack. I'm like, yeah, I, I, much. Okay, here we go. Much like, <laughs> like Jason uh, down in Tennessee, I have this affinity for backpacks and bags. Ah. And my, my wife calls them my purses. <laughs> and, and it's I'm always looking for a good backpack or a good you know shoulder bag for carrying stuff, and uh, so when Bob came to me and he says, "Hey, I got this bag here. You know, it might work out good for you, and you can put a 17 inch screen laptop in it. No problem." And uh, I'm like, "Yeah, it was awesome." Well, this thing's been strapped to the back of my Harley. No word of a lie. Exposed to the rain, uh, you know, harsh winds, high speeds. Rocks kicking up at it, uh, strapped to the back of my Harley. It's got probably 1,500 miles of road miles on it. Wow. And you wouldn't know what to look at it. I mean, yeah. it just takes a beat and just keeps on giving. Hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely, I'm, I'm looking on their website right now, and they're giving a price, 69 bucks. It's the 18-inch oh, backpack. Yeah, one little problem, though, looking the lower right-hand side of that. Uh, safe to list. We'll ship it to you out of Underneath stock that. online. Yeah. Hmm. So then, that that's a bummer. Yeah. So, well, it says receive an email if this item return if this item returns back in store. So yeah, so they may have yeah. discontinued it then because it was too good. Because yeah. <laughs> it was too good. You'd only buy one every ten years. Yeah, uh, bummer. Okay, actually, I go to Husky.eu. They have them there. That's Europe. Yeah, no, but you can still buy it and have it shipped here. Yeah, but it'll be measured in centimeters and stuff. <laughs> convert it <laughs> yeah i will say the one the the, the last straw because i was looking at wagner makes a whole bunch of swiss gear backpacks that really look cool mm-hmm. but then i saw this one that was the exact copy of the one i've had for 11 years mm-hmm. and i can open up the one i've got in the complete darkness and reach in and grab what i need <laughs> it's yeah. like okay everything i just put everything back in the same pockets life's good <laughs> it's that whole muscle memory thing i'm an again. old dog i don't have to read i don't have to learn new stuff here yeah nope. wow. not at all that's cool all right so i guess that does it for geek corner let's get into our other favorite topic bottom gear Welcome to another late night QRM edition of Bottom Gear. I'm one of your hosts, Joel. 
and we actually have quite a few topics to tell tonight. Barry, why don't you lead us off? Well, of course, I'm going to talk about my beloved Prius. Well, the past couple of days I've been driving to work and as I've been slowing down, I catch something out of the corner of my eye and I looked down and I said, okay, some kind of light just went on and quickly went off and I haven't been able to catch it. Um, I finally caught it the other day and uh, let's just say it's going to the Toyota dealer on Monday to get the computer read and see what's going on because it's the big red triangle with an exclamation point in the middle. Now it, it's not staying on, but it's flashing on and flashing off. Oh, I just got to tell you that when that big red triangle comes on, um, uh-huh. as far as I'm concerned, you can take that exclamation point out and replace it with a dollar sign. <laughs> Because usually that's not good news. Wait a minute, you had the batteries replaced in the Prius already, yeah. so. Uh, that was... I'm wondering whether something else in the electrical chain has gone or is going now. But all I know is when you look in the book, they don't tell you too much about. I have to look up, up online. Uh, they don't tell you too much, but they say if. The triangle with the exclamation point comes on and stays on. Don't drive the car. Really? Yeah. So I'm saying, well, I can drive the car because it's just flashing on. <laughs> flashing off again. <sighs> but obviously I need to put a, get a meter on there and find out, go back and look what it, what, what it's doing and what it thinks it's doing or what it thinks is wrong. So. Uh, huh. so, and, uh, yeah, so, so it's going to have a trip back to the dealership. I know that's the expensive way to go, but when it comes yeah, but to the electronic that card, thing, they need, right, exactly. Yeah. They're the only ones you can really read it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that'll be going in. I'll, I'm sure I'll have, I'll either be happy and smiling the next time we do a podcast or you'll be, uh, I'll be podcasting through my tears. so that's that other than it's almost time to uh, put those snow tires on yeah yeah there's a lot to be said for that yeah that's all i have that's that's the latest uh 225,000 miles now really yeah uh wow that's that's why and climbing still climbing climbing so uh well best of luck sir i i just quickly googled flashing triangle on 2005 prius you're gonna upset me now aren't you i'm not gonna say i'll let you find out for yourself (laughs) no go ahead say no it said there was everything from low oil red triangle with exclamation point really on the prius chat line yep okay now that wouldn't be bad because if you remember I have a very slight oil leak in the rear seal. Yep. And, and I, right. I will check the oil tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Ah. 
So yeah, it says uh, okay. you know, uh, people saying it was driving the uh, uh, was driving me, it was driving me crazy. The red triangle warning light or the master warning light flashed only for a split second. Yep. Once per day for two days in a row. Mm-hmm. I drive 100 miles per day in my 2004 Prius, which has 136,000 miles. It turned out to be low motor oil level, 1.75 quarts low. Hmm. Which means my leak's getting worse. Yes. there's. Which still there's has a- the dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have just let you find out. <laughs> All right. Well, the funny thing is, is when the car is parked, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see any evidence of oil dripping down from it. But that that could be because it's not under pressure. And, you know, when the thing's under pressure, it's spewing a stream of uh, oil uh, everywhere. Oil everywhere. <sighs> yes. I have well, my- smelled burning oil before. Okay. Yeah. When, well, when, that when sounds I, like a rear main seal. When, when when I was, you know, driving with the windows down <laughs> because my air conditioning doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't need it now. Yeah, I know. I don't need it now, so I'm good for till the spring. You're good for another seven months. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of uh, fact, I probably can't get it fixed now because. You know, they won't be inaccurate unless they can keep it inside for a while to get it to room temperature. It'd be yeah, tough to... Once it gets down to about 55 degrees, you really can't charge air conditioning systems accurately. But if I take it to the dealership and pay a small fortune, um, they've got the heated garage, you know, that huge building. You drive in and oh, yeah, park and it- <laughs> inside, and it's warm in there. You know, well, the, the whole building. Yeah, it just has to stay in there for the next six hours while it gets warmed up. So anyway, <laughs> that's what you're paying for. It's like yeah. buying a space on a, a a seat on an airplane. Yeah, so they heat your car up. Yep. Michael, I see that uh, you got something in here. Yeah. So uh, I think I talked about Mark and the stereo on the last episode, right? Yeah. 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 Well. Uh, one of the paramedics I work with said, hey, I've got this uh, this subwoofer assembly in my garage that I haven't used for a while. And it's been sitting around longer than I thought, but uh, you know, I took a look at it. and He's only asking $100 for it, and that included the speaker enclosure. Oh, wow. Two 12-inch woofers that I looked took, took one look at and said, yeah, no, those <laughs> those won't pass the test. And... And a 350-watt amplifier on the back of it. Uh-huh. Um, he was thinking it was a 1,000-watt amplifier. I looked at it and I said, no. But, but still, it's a subwoofer amplifier. It looks like it was good quality. And uh, and he only wanted $100 for it. So I was like, okay. Which, which reminds me, I still need to pay him for that. Um, <clears throat> note yourself. <laughs> um, important. Anyhow, so, yeah, Posted. yeah, important note. So I uh, I, I got a little busy on Wednesday. For, I forgot that. Well, I, that I got busy on Wednesday, and he called in sick, but um, which has made me even busier on Wednesday. But Not a little uh, bit. yeah. Um, so we got the unit home, and Mark's like, "Can we work on this tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Uh, okay, yeah, sure." So, um, so where's it going? Behold, in the Jeep. Sorry, in the Jeep, David's Jeep. 
Oops. I love that song. <laughs> so, yeah, we looked at this thing, and before we did anything else, Mark's like, is this going to fit? And I was like, I think it may just possibly replace the rear seat perfectly. <laughs> and so I did. I removed the rear seat out of the Jeep, and sure enough, it fits. It's maybe an inch and a half narrower than the rear seat, but not much, ah. you know, not much less as far as depth. So then we brought it back in, and it needed some serious cleaning, so I took off the front. There's a big front plexiglass plate that uh, forms a resonance cavity for the two 12-inch speakers. Uh-huh. We powered it up. It promptly worked, but blew the uh, flexible seal around both cones, just poof, <sighs> pieces of speaker everywhere. Oh, and uh, I told Marcus that, don't worry about that. I kind of counted on that, and I've got two speakers sitting in the attic upstairs. Packed nice. away from the move. So it just happened to have the exact... Actually, the, the speakers I had were the exact replacements that were originally in that, that box. Huh. Really? So, because he had put some other speakers in there that weren't actually the right ones. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the guy who had I bought it from. Gotcha. So we took it apart, cleaned it up, put the new speakers in, wired things properly because the wiring that was in the cabinet was the, uh, the heavy-duty monster wire was... Uh, um, Actually, only pushed through the hole and wrapped around the speaker terminals. It wasn't that, soldered. That, that's not a good connection. No, 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 it's not. So I stripped everything back, got new clean copper, wrapped everything up, soldered everything properly, and then we installed it in the Jeep. Holy cow. I've not heard a sound system like that in quite some time. But it's basically speaker from the back bucket, back of the front bucket seats all the way to the rear of the Jeep now. Wow. I am going to have to go back and uh, beef up some of the internal wiring on the bar system. I did, I did fuse everything properly. Um, the ignition switch is not happy uh, as of uh, Friday. Thursday, Thursday. After uh-huh. as of Thursday, um, the ACC circuit in the Jeep does not turn off anymore. Really? Yeah, it's live all the time, no matter which position the uh, ignition switch is in. Uh, it might Fortunate. be time for a new switch. Yeah. Well, it's either the switch or something has shorted from you know, the internally in the stereo, but I don't think that's the case. It's possible. Hmm. Uh. Because the stereo's got ACC coming in as the radio on, and then it's got continuous battery going into it. So it's possible something shorted out and it's back. The clock. Right, that's true. But I don't think so. I'm thinking more likely the ignition switch, but I'll have to get into that tomorrow. But otherwise, and that I also need to kind of beef up the uh, the B-plus going to the subwoofer amplifier in the back. Although it, it seems to have massive capacitors, um, I think we're... I think we're pushing the system a little bit electrically at this point. <laughs> there's there's probably five five hundred watts plus audio in that car now. 
but it sounds good. I did go through and told them how to adjust the equalizers and change the crossovers and just tweaked everything to kind of equalize it a bit. You're right. Clean up the sound to get less distortion. You know what you need? I'll have to get it to you. You need the long version of the A-Team theme Yes. to blast out (laughs) as you're going down Copper Harbor's main street. Have it auto start every time you climb climb in and and you know turn the key. Oh yes, and it's got the full iPhone and Android Bluetooth interface in it. I think I covered that in the last episode. But it remembers the phone you were in. It remembers what it was doing, and it picks up where it was left off. It does. Nice. Yeah. That's that's darn nice. That's what I want to get in putting all the vehicles is is Bluetooth ready radios so you can. Take and make and receive telephone calls. Yep, um, it's got that too. It came with the microphone and everything for the radio. So that's so that, that, that's that's awesome. That's just awesome. Oh man, I can't wait to hear this thing. That it's it's a blast, literally. I told well, him we inside a gas to open up the hitch hatch. You know, for, face the speakers backwards. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 and just vibrate the jeep forward. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, speaking of Jeeps. Yes. Jeeps. Oh, you want me to play it again? Why not? Nicely done. Well, the reason the song was played, thank you very much, Barry, is that a there's a new addition to our little family. By way of a 2002 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited that my wife has wanted for quite some time. And one would say, well, why get one so old at 2002? Well, only with 126,000 miles on it, why not? <laughs> it's a Jeep. It's a, it's exactly it's 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 got the Jeep logo, but it's got leather seats and a moonroof. Uh, he, heated leather seats and a moonroof that goes a long way, and it's four wheel drive. Which, as we've all said, winter is coming. And last year we got off real lucky. Mm-hmm. This year I don't think we're going to be so lucky. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And uh, so that said, the Jeep was getting a new radiator in it now. Uh, because well, radiator and a water pump. And the reason why I'm, uh, it's at Dr. Kenny's having that done is simply this for the seven listeners that here, listen to the show. They may remember a small segment in the show. Oh, I don't know. Last winter sometime (laughs) where I mentioned, I froze my gonannies off trying to drive to work in Goldfinger because (laughs) Hey, did I just tell you a, a, a recorded Moonraker? So I got that. Uh, I get a watch. Um, but uh, yeah, the where the thermostat had gone bad on Goldfinger and wouldn't open, so I had no heat inside the car. And uh, since that, I learned a very valuable lesson. 
when uh, he's, there was a small drip that we saw with the Jeep, and I'm like, nope, I ain't worried. I'm not going to have anything go crazy cuckoo mm-hmm. on this thing whatsoever. And I said, I, I, I approached Dr. Kenny. I said, think it needs a radiator. He goes, yeah, probably. I said, and while we're there, we're putting in a new water pump, and we're putting in a new thermostat all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I want no issues with having to get heat in this vehicle. And uh, he's like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's, that's an absolute runs, purrs, drives like, you know, purrs like a kitten, drives fantastic. Has she picked and a name yet? No, not yet. That's yeah. that. I'll wait for her to get, you know, I, I'm figuring that there's what, um, what, a two week getting to know you kind of phase? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you know about it, you know, I know a proper name, and, and and I'll find out from her the official name. But keep in uh, mind, it's got to be a name that has a theme that goes with it. Oh, absolutely, I'll, and I'll let her know. Please keep, uh, please to, to, to please keep that in mind. Pick a name that has a theme associated somehow. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's it's pretty awesome. There's a, a few changes that my beautiful bride uh, wants done to her Jeep that. Um, Doug will appreciate this. Doug Slater will appreciate this. That's why Goldfinger got put on the back burner, which is the project that I had for Goldfinger. That is, the Jeep is getting a four-inch suspension lift kit, 33-inch tires, a Cree LED light bar, visor, push bar in case a deer jumps out in front of you, and LED Cree LED fog lamps. All bolted onto this thing. It's white in color. It's quite nice. Quite nice indeed. And it'll look like... Uh, and then next year, I'm probably going to go with 31s this year and then upgrade to 33s next year with the Bushwhacker uh, Fender Flares. Hmm. That's what she wants. She says, I want it to look ballsy and mean and industrial. And rah. I said, I think I have a little working knowledge on how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. She's got the Jeep. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, which is which is good. And in, again, in preparation for winter is coming, uh, I said to myself, "Well, self, not like I'm going anywhere anytime soon, but on the off occasion, we will have to drive somewhere. I have Goldfinger with the studded snow tires on, but it would be nice if I could use Rambo on the off." To haul trash and so forth around, and I, uh, I took a look. I kind of hobbled my way out, and I looked at the back tires, and I said to myself, "Well, self, I think it's time to change the tires on the back of Rambo because they're now racing slicks. There's mm. <laughs> no tread left <laughs> on the passenger side rear tire at all." No, I can't complain because these are the tires that were on the truck when I bought it. And I've put a lot of miles on that truck, moving and everything else. And I thought, oh, that's a, little, that's a smoothie. That's why my, the Aston gets a little squirrely on rainy days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I started combing through my well, still one of my favorite shopping areas, Craigslist, because you can find some real good deals. There might be a lot of nut jobs and wackos on Craigslist, but they haven't met me yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I found a, a guy who's actually got five Dodge rims and tires mm. for sale 
Called him up, and the field trip is planned for tomorrow. Cool. Yep, he's in Massachusetts. I'm going to meet him halfway, and uh, but yep, five of the five rims with tires on them for seventy five bucks. Hmm. Wow. Which that's usually five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's that's a good deal. Tires. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I, I'm like, yeah, uh, it's worth the field trip. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, what? Why is my phone making noises at me? I don't know. Oh, okay, Michael's there we go. Boxing us. Okay, now that makes sense. Now my S five is going bling bling blue blue blue. There it is. Sorry, I found something. Yes, you did. That's a tube tester. Oh, hang on. I'm I'm opening up the phone now. Well, why are you taking it apart? Just look at the pictures. I have to get into it to look at the pictures. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was no, just saying no, no, pictures. No, no, no. I, I, remember, I, remember I, I am certified in Security Plus. My phone <laughs> is safe. <laughs> oh, look at that. Wow. That's a nice one, too. ship that to you this week, man. Oh, man. Thanks. Yeah, I, then, then I can start inventorying everything. Very cool. Okay, I'm sorry. Joel, continue. I didn't oh, mean to sorry. do that. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just what I was just saying. Uh, so I got a field trip planned up for tomorrow to head down into Massachusetts and meet a gentleman, nice gentleman by the name of Zach, who's got these five rims with tires mounted to them already uh, that fit a Dodge 1500. And I'm like, cool. And for the money, it's worth the gas to take. To, to well, As I had said to, to Debbie, I'm, I have to take Rambo because t- these tires are big. You know, and they're on steel rims, mm-hmm. so I can throw them in the bed. And even though I got one tire that I would, I'd more classify as a racing slick than I would actually a traction tire. <laughs> I think <laughs> we should be okay for this one trip. So, yeah, yeah, and I agree with you too. Uh, we're not too far off from where I have to. Uh, yeah, put the studded snow tires. Yeah, I'm thinking the first week of November probably. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I, I, I want to get a set of an extra set of steel, just steel rims. Yeah. Have the snow tires mounted to those, and then that way it's just a swap on, swap off scenario. Yeah. I don't I, have to actually have the you know tires taken off the, the the other rims and have them balanced and blah 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 blah. I think uh, I think the all seasons are about shot. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So the the snow snows will go on, and then springtime I'm gonna have to think about getting new tires. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Yeah. It's see always a joy. Yeah, it's, all, it's oh. always it's always those getting ready. And you know the funny thing is, is I'm, I even said I was thinking about getting studded snows and putting them on the back of Rambo. You know that plus three hundred pounds of weight in the bed. You get the right tires on you, you can actually drive in the snow pretty worry free. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta worry about the other idiot. Yeah, the ones who can't stop or slow yeah. down or yeah. turn. Yeah, they're the ones you got to worry about. So, when I say stop or slow down. Well, same thing. Stop, speed up, or turn. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Anybody got anything else? That's it. Because we're running, starting to run long here. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? No. So let's get into our final segment: entertainment last month. <laughs>
welcome everybody to Entertainment Last Month, where we talk about shows that are new to us, but probably months old to you, because that's just the way we are. But actually, the first one is actually new. Actually, the two I have to talk about are actually new. <laughs> so, last show, I told you about the uh, Westworld coming back as a series on HBO. Well, I got yep. to watch the first one, and I kind of like it. It's, yeah. I think it's got potential. Now, they've had a series. Uh, they've had the second episode on. I, I I still need to get on HBO now and and take a gander at it. I've been, I've had a busy couple of weeks, so haven't gotten there. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm impressed with it. I think they're doing a good job with it. It's a typical J.J. Abrams. Uh, approach to it and uh um kind of liking it it's uh got a, got a little bit of a different twist to it which yeah. i won't get into because you really need to go and take a look at it i think right. it's a it's a good show so and the next thing on my list is uh there was an anticipated show on nbc called timeless and for some reason i got it stuck in my brain that it was going to premiere on October 21st. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> There's actually been two episodes already. Yeah, I got them recorded. Yeah, I, I just, they came down off the magic antenna last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got to catch up. Actually, my wife watched it and she liked it. Cool. So, I, have, I haven't watched them yet, so I, I was wondering about that. Yeah. So she said, no, it was good. She goes, it was good. They, they're t- taking it a different way. I always kind of looked like it was a modern-day time tunnel type thing. Mm-hmm. You remember the TV show Time Tunnel? Yep. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I, well, we'll see. I, I have no idea. I haven't watched it yet. So plans is to catch the first episode and at least uh, catch up on it. So, Joel, that leaves you. Yes, I actually was recording and watching a television program that uh, aired on the Discovery Channel called Taking Fire. And it is a uh, television documentary that's actually uh, about and filmed by actual soldiers as they were in Afghanistan using uh, GoPros and, you know, helmet cameras. Oh, wow. So it was actually done by them. Um unprompted in other words the discovery channel didn't go to these guys and say hey we may want to do a show the soldiers themselves where they were actually stationed and i'm not gonna uh give away anything as far as the location because it's really really worth watching this show this program where these uh basically newbies uh straight out of boot and were shipped over were sent was known as the most deadliest place on planet earth and they experienced a firefight, a minimum of one, and sometimes as many as three, every day for their year-long deployment. Oh, jeez. And in the very first episode, one of the soldiers that was there said, this place is, where, is, is the place that people are going to write about in history books. Hmm. I know that because of just how dangerous it is to be here, and I want to make sure that I can... You know, I can film this. I, I can be part of it because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm living it. So he got this helmet cam and they would, the soldiers would take turns wearing it and going on different missions. This is one of the most moving 
television programs I've ever watched hmm. um, called Taking Fire. I mean, you really see from a few from the soldiers' first-person perspective of just you get a taste. You don't see it, but what the camera catches is enough to make you go, "Wow." You know, it's it's you, th- so much more respect for those soldiers. And at the time, you know, we're talking 18, 19 year old young men mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and their leadership and so forth. So I would highly, highly recommend. And if you g- can't catch it on demand, if uh, for whatever reason, or if you don't have on demand, uh, you can go to discovery dot com mm-hmm. and they have all uh, I think it's seven episodes up there. You can watch for free. All right. So it's definitely well worth watching them. It was called Taking Fire. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. We do have yeah. a musical guest tonight. It's uh, Gold Frap with Ooh La La. So, um, she'll be in and uh, Ooh La la us <laughs> in a couple of minutes. but as we say every show at the end we want to thank everybody both uh, the military people both conus and oconus for doing what they do to help keep us safe and uh especially you know take care of yourself watch especially you oconus guys and uh, we hope you guys get home to your families and friends real soon and until then we'll keep the home fires burning for you absolutely so with that from the beautiful, colorful, gorgeous, <laughs> plagued with a, with a, a herd of peepers mm-hmm. uh, area of <laughs> region in southwest New Hampshire, I'm Barry J. And from the Crotchet Mountain region of south central New Hampshire, this is Joel. And from the soon-to-be formerly Studio V yeah, something like that. This is Michael, the virtual Uber. All right, everybody, that's show 223-224 coming soon. And until then, here's Goldfrap.
Samson, speak. Good boy.